Okay, boomer. This is the nature of change. If you resist it, you have dukkha, you have frustration. Out to this video sponsor, Crypto Pro, now available on Mac OS. Spaghetti news, we are live once again, Jose. And look at the background. We got it all sorts of messed up. There we go. We're getting a little bit better. Okay. Check, check. Merry mother effing Christmas. Happy Happy New Year's. And Merry happy Christmas New Year's. Clink the glasses. It's eggnog night. As oh, promised. Let's clink it. Let's clink. Hold on. Salute. Salute. You got your eggnog? Hope everybody has their eggnog tonight. Everybody out there, salute, right? Trying to make it so that your character is good. There we go. Yeah. My character always looks good, bro. Sexy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's more. Is that a, I, don't, I don't know. You think your character looks sexy? All right. Yeah, a lot of people like butt plugs. <laughs> hey. We got some that. live comments coming in. Let's get them up into the front here. One second. Coming Video. in hot and heavy. I was trying to make us go live on TikTok, and that's why we're slightly late. And by slightly, you mean 15 minutes late. <laughs> I was supposed to be 15 minutes late, but I ended up being 15 minutes early, and now we're fucking half an hour. Fucking. You know <laughs> no, what? No, 15 minutes. You know, we're going to do two hours, brother fucker. All right? No, I'm gonna no. fuck, all right? We'll see about that. You okay. dumbass TikTok. Fucking... background? Oh, there we go. Right there. Just so ridiculous. Everything about what... Like, TikTok is... You need a thousand followers on TikTok to go live. We don't have a thousand followers. We got literally one follower on there. And that follower is you. Your follower. You're, no, you're it's YouTube. actually um, the guy. And, uh, and he's uh, kind of gay. No, but but we, well, at least according to his profile guy. picture, we have a black man that follows us on TikTok. Just so you guys know, <clears throat> we okay. are very um, racist. No, our audience is purely of. Uh, 
No white people. Uh, uh, One hundred percent no white people. Okay. Black Lives Matter. George Floyd all day. What? I'm trying to get my characters. Mild. By the way, how's your eggnog, bro? I'm I made eggnog. I, I'm in Mexico. For anyone that doesn't know, uh, so there's no like eggnog out here. So I had to like make my own, and it came out like a thick custard. It's pretty pretty good. I put a lot of rum in it to thin it out. Now it's like too much rum. But is it too much rum? Is it ever? Can't be. No, no. no. There's never too much rum. There we go. Now if my character up... can talk. Oh, he couldn't talk before? No, he wasn't moving his mouth. Now he is. Pedro in the live chat. We got Blueberry out there. We got uh, Mr. Lodak. We got Anthony. Anthony. Number of people. Welcome in, everybody. Sure. That's very good. We got Opie's out there. Yo, mama. <laughs> so, congratulations, everybody. Eggnog Night is here. We have a great show planned. And Jose, I was going to ask you right off the bat. Right off the bat, I was about to ask huh? you and um, just actually just congratulate you on I'm the asking you shall receive on the Dolphins win on Thursday night. Congratulations. Hey, -o. and did you want to congratulate me about my team or no? Yes, the Vikings. Um, <laughs> the Vikings won. First, they, they won. They won. I was going to say they hired their first gay coach, but no. No. We just kind of won. They won. They won. So, that's what I meant to say. That was beat, the second thing I was going to say. Beat the Chargers, and that's very good. Let's um. Are the Chargers good this year? Uh, they're like the Vikings of the, the AFC. Like they're they're very talented, and they can be very good, but they sometimes they just don't second. show up to play. Yeah. Okay. So the regular Chargers. Same oh, old Chargers. Is that really okay? That's what they've always been. Yeah, it's been a long time since they were good. Since Ladanian Tomlinson, remember him? No. Who's that? He's, you don't? I mean, he sounds familiar, but like, is he, I don't know who he, what position did he play? Like quarterback or running back? Running back. Or? Running back. Oh, okay. Pedro says masks and you shall receive. Nice. Should we look at it. the cryptocurrency space just right off the bat? Should we just hop right you can, into cryptocurrency? You can do whatever you want, man. This is, you know, this is a free country, as far as I know. As far as I've been told. Sir, is it free? All right. Hop into these prices. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we are tanking. Well, not tanking. I mean, we're above critical areas of support. We're still technically in price discovery. It's just kind of odd what we're doing right now. A little dippity dip. Yeah, we. And so last night, okay, so I got to pay rent, right? And so I got to pay rent on tomorrow. And so I have, you know, some things, you know, just sitting to, to trade it, right? There's some Bitcoin ready to trade for pesos, right? And uh, I was going to trade it last night, you know, and then all of a sudden, I said, you know what? Well, I got. I mean, I don't have to really. I can wait. You know what I mean? I can do it. I can trade it Tuesday morning, worst case. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm sure it'll make some money. And now here we are. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> You're like, uh-oh. I, I should have just sold last night. And now it sucks. But the positive thing is that somebody came through and they made a payment. And, uh, well, now I don't got to sell the Bitcoin. Is, is that normal for you to have to pay rent so late in the month? That seems pretty late. Oh, it's just that I'm, I'm, I'm broke. And so 
I'm late on my rent. No, no, actually, uh, <laughs> I, I, pay, I pay every half of the month, every 15th. Yeah, no, it is weird. It's the first time ever I've ever paid on the 15th of my life. So you pay more than one time a month? You just pay half and half and half and half? No. Bruh. Once a month. Oh, okay. So they just, you just because pay I moved on in the halfway. I moved in halfway. I moved in like on the 15th, whenever I moved in, you know? And so now I just pay every 15th. I know I should have been prorated, but this actually works out for the better because, you know what I mean? Like you get that two week, uh, when you're moving out or whatever, you got like an extra like two week, uh, you know what I mean? Yes. Like bumpers area spot. Speaking of paying rent, I had a phone call, 7.30 in the morning on Sunday morning, 7.30 a.m. And somebody well, was it your pastor telling you to come to church? <laughs> no, but somebody, I, the phone starts ringing and it's, an, it's like one of those unknown. Oh, I know who it was. It was Ooh. Kanye. Telling you to come to Sunday service. No. Okay, nobody gets that joke. Suck it. All right, That's his new album. Right. I totally get it, but I don't know how many else. But yeah, I bet Lodak gets it. Oh, Lodak is a huge Kanye fan. Yeah, he I, loves yeah. Kanye. I don't know that for a fact, but I oh, bet no, he, he loves him. He loves oh, Kanye he really? just as much oh, as he loves the Buffalo Bills. It's a fact. Really? It's a fact. Really? Okay. Fact. But yeah, the phone, phone rings Sunday morning. By it's the way, a- he's going to say in the chat that he hates Kanye, but don't listen. He's lying. Sorry, my, my character is so fucked up. He's not moving at all. I mean, I don't want to focus. Oh, much mine or yours? My God, mine. Oh, that's because he's probably paralyzed. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to go dark there. A little dark there. Dark rum. So anyway, so you get so called. Sunday morning, I get a call. And it's an unknown number, Jose. So would you answer that on a Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m.? Would you answer an unknown number? Oh, fuck no. I keep my phone on silent. People call me, dude, no, after a certain time, first of all, I always have it on silent, but after a certain time, I just don't look at it or answer it. And, and again, depending on what day it is, like let's say Sunday morning, dude, I'm probably not going to look at that phone until fucking 11. And if I look at it, <laughs> fucking 11. I'm, I'm still, still going to look at it from far away and be like, oh, I see a hundred messages, whatever. I'll check it later after I'm done taking my shit. That's because, like, as a Jew, because I can't, I can't check my messages while I'm taking my shit. As That's a, Instagram time. As a faithful Jewish follower, you truly celebrate the Sabbath. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I celebrate. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I celebrate uh, the Sunday. You know. Anyway, so I didn't answer this call, and it was just an unknown number, and then they leave a voicemail. So I, you know, I, I go, well, okay. Check no, it out let me now. guess. Let me guess. It was hello. This is Abib. No, wait, hold on. This is George. No, it's like, we've been trying to reach you about your extended car warranty. Of course. Of course. I get so many of those, but nope, it wasn't. It was the police officer. (laughs) (laughs) Time to leave. (laughs) Well, the United States, it's been a good run. (laughs) A good run. Thank you very much. Jose, please answer when I call you at 730 on a Sunday because I need out. (laughs) No. Is it somebody for me? Thanks. So the police officer says, hey, could you give me a call back? Uh, I know that you're the owner of bleep bleep address. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. This oh, shit. That's my porta potty. It's going to be bad. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the blue rock. So the officer's calling you about your porta potty. He goes, it's about one of the tenants. And he gives the name of the tenant. I happen to know this tenant. OJ Simpson. This tenant is like... Um, 
he's an older gentleman, World War or something, maybe just Vietnam at this point. I, I couldn't tell you, but he's like, I go for it's like 80, 80 years old. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, before, when I, before I call this officer back, I'm thinking, did, did somebody just die in, oh, my, in my building? <laughs> did somebody just die in my building? I, I was seriously concerned. So I call this officer back. I go to dispatch, and then they go, okay, well, we'll put a message in for the officer. We'll have the, uh, the officer call you back. God damn it. You're like, bro, it's 7 in the fucking morning. <laughs> like, the officer just literally called me five minutes ago. I checked the voicemail right away. But the officer calls me back. When? Five minutes? How long did it take them to call you oh, back? Oh, like a minute at most. Oh, okay, okay, good. <clears throat> so then the officer calls me back. And the officer goes, yeah, your tenant, uh, bleep, bleep, mm -hmm. um, locked himself out of the building. <laughs> All right. Which is perfectly fine. It happens. Locked himself out of his building, like his home. And I'm thinking, I go, well, I got, some, I got some spare keys. Yeah, but who called the but cops? I guess he did himself. He just went 911. <laughs> you white people, man. He's went 911. And you white people got no problem. Hey, hey, I locked myself out. Hey, I need some keys. No, don't call officer. the locksmith. Don't call the locksmith. Call the cops. <laughs> so then the police officer must have like looked up the home address and found like through <clears throat> records that I owned it, found my phone number, called me, and now is asking, like, hey, how do we get this thing unlocked for him? To call a fucking locksmith. No, no. I said, I have a spare key, but I'm six hours away. <laughs> and, then, and, then he go, and then the officer goes, um, his, his, his daughter has a spare key. You have his daughter's phone number? <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. So really, I mean, this guy just went, oh, so he I'm left locked out. 911. <laughs> so well, no, wait. I mean, he left his phone and everything. Must have. Now that I'm thinking about it, must have. <clears throat> yeah, so maybe he just flagged the cop down, you know? Or, I'm telling you, maybe yeah, the cop no, was like, he's he, trying to break into this home. This, you know? this old man, he's a great guy, but he has, he's hard of hearing and, like, really hard of hearing. And the, he, his transportation isn't a car anymore. His transportation is this, in the garage, he parks this pretty sweet, quick, one of those chairs that he can sit in and then just book it down the road. Like that's, you know, this is it's a little bit janky, but that's what he does. And he goes to his local stores. He just drives along sidewalks and such. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know what he did. He might've just went into Walmart and then just said, I need to use the phone. <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> I was just happy he didn't die. But so <laughs> I say, yeah, I got his daughter's phone number. I hope she has a spare key because I mean, I do have spare keys, but I'm six hours away. But that is, you know, it's my job, so I can certainly let me know. So I give the officer his daughter's phone number, and the officer calls me back five minutes later and says, oh, yeah, we got the, we got the key on the way. All right. All right. But my, my Sunday could have been way different. Hey, you could have been doing nothing. Could have been driving 12 hours round trip. I want to just call the locksmith, bro. Probably should have at that point, but good luck trying to get a if locksmith. If there was no way to get him in, then you call a locksmith. That's what you do. A locksmith from 
like on a Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Motherfucker, hey, they're calling man. your ass at 7 in the morning. You better, and if you're in the U.S., you'll find a locksmith, bro. You'll find somebody out there. No. You'd have a, it'd be better just to have, no, I don't know. The officer did say, do you want me just to break down the door? <laughs> did he really? He did. And I was, I was like, no, I don't think so. He wanted to break down want, the door. Oh, that's not going to solve anything. I mean, then he's just going to be sitting there with the door <laughs> pried open. Right. Like, I'd rather actually have you break the glass out the back, I think, if I had to choose. Jeez. Or this maybe. I wanted to tackle the fucking door. Yeah, he just wanted to beat down a door that Sunday morning. Hey, uh, you want to take it down for you? <laughs> yeah, you want me just. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, that door looks a little dangerous. In fact, I'm the one that threw away his key. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine he just fucking busted the door though. He's like, the, mother, the fucking door looked at me the wrong way. Like, the door. He disrespected yeah. me. Anyways, looking at Bitcoin here. Yeah. So is that the first story of the day there, bro? Yeah. Well, we always cover the crypto stuff. Old right man Jones locked out of his apartment. Yeah. Thank God you came to the rescue, man. Interesting thing that happened. Thank God you're such a good tenant. See, I mean, you're such a good uh, landlord. Most landlords really be on the Mexican beach with not even... I wouldn't have yeah like I would have noticed that he hadn't paid rent next month that's the first time I would have heard of anything I yeah, would have that, that would have been me I would, yeah that's how I noticed that. and then he's still locked Is something out. up he's locked out like a month later yeah like a month locked out you know what I mean like I just <laughs> yeah what's going on I you guys uh for some reason that building isn't paying rent I better investigate <laughs> He's like, I had to move out in the middle of the month. <laughs> we found no way to get a hold of you. You operate under like 17 aliases. <laughs> That's right. Hey, we already got a, we already got a new tenant. And I, yeah. And then I go, um, then I go, oh, really? The police couldn't even find me. Oh, so, all right. So, uh, Bitcoin took a shit, but it's okay because it's on its way up. My analysis of this is that Bitcoin was at literally, I mean, look at this. We didn't just hit a ceiling and then went down like we reached all-time highs last week and now we were in price exploration and then we're now retesting the channel which is not the best but it's not the worst so long as we don't i mean for certain we don't want to break anywhere what i wouldn't want to break anywhere like 50 that blue line what's that low blue line there that's kind of a channel that we've built <laughs> Kind of here on this show, kind of is like a bunch of resistance and support lines bunched together. So yeah, I, I would say let's not hit fifty nine five. Okay, because that's what yeah, that is. Yeah, the Lodex put a chart in the Discord, but what's his I number? Mean, I mean, regardless, I mean, I what's, think it, we're... what's what's Lodex number? I'll look. Oh, uh, sixty two one seventy eight or something. Or beneath that. I mean, no, what, Mr. Lodek, what number would you say we definitely do not want to drop beneath? Is it 58.5? I think we're hovering around the 62, whatever, you know, we can, we're testing it. We're retesting that. Hmm. We're going to go up. I mean, that's the good news because like no other cryptocurrency right now. Well, I guess I shouldn't say no other. But no other cryptocurrency. For Bitcoin, for Bitcoin to have surpassed its previous high because i i remember watching dogecoin and 
oftentimes when it was falling through its downward channel, like it would re it would do a dead cat bounce all the way up to maybe like you know what would be the equivalent of like two thousand dollars short of an all-time high like another test of a breakout get two thousand dollars near to it and then the, somebody else just dumps on the market and then once again you try to break so in other words this is just good that we got a new all-time high so we are in price exploration it's just will we have a full back test we could back test all the way to forty-five thousand, and we'd still be in an upper channel that's all i'm saying like we certainly could I don't want um, it says don't drop below 58k. Yeah, I think we're fine. We're not gonna, we're yeah. gonna, we know we're close to that. We know it, Mr. Lodic, I am correct when I say like this upward trajectory, trajectory, trajectory that we're on is still a real thing so long as we stay above this line. Right here. Yeah. Is that the line? How do you know well, that's the line? Well, I'm just saying like we, well, I just think that's like one Dude, step well, one, like... step two. Like we're <clears> still on an upper. We're not technically going like this yet. Like if we go and break over here, like forty four thousand, that just seems a little bit ridiculous. We're probably then it would really ruin our holiday. Hmm. We'd go sideways for a while. Is all I'm saying. Like if we go down to fifty or forty something, it's gonna be bad. But what do I know? I don't know anything. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Yeah, I don't know. Because, uh, the, I can't know. We can't see the full chart. Oh, yeah, you can. Show it to you. Can't you? Or no. Does it not help? Right there. Right there. Give me your reaction to this. I think it'll be all right. Either we drop below or we dip. But where did you get that line, though? How do you know that line is. Uh... It's not. I mean, technically, for a true channel to exist, I think you need five touch points or something. And technically, this channel that we have right here, if this, I mean, this is a little bit of a ridiculous channel, honestly. But technically, like, can we say this is a channel that we're on? One second. No. No, because, like, we have one, two, and we have now, like, in a way, we have, like, this. Okay. So that's all I'm pointing out is, like, this is kind I'm of an upward. What? No, I don't. This is fine. This is nothing. All we have is, we have. You got nothing touching the nothing there, bro. Does not make any sense? What do you mean? Yeah, we do. Explain to me how we have nothing touching nothing. What's touching clean what? Clean it up. We have this. This upward. I'm, I'm, yeah, this, this totally makes sense. Right there. We just have an upward thing. So if we break beneath this support line, then we might be beginning a new trend. Don't you see? Can't you see that? Which I'm sure at some point we will. I mean, it happens all the time. Even on the run-ups, it happens. Here. Yeah, we might be fine. Whatever. We, you know, we go sideways for a little bit. There. I zoomed all the way out so you can really see what's happening. We might go sideways for a little bit, and then we go straight up. And You're then telling me this doesn't up. make sense? This totally makes sense. Look what we've done here. I mean, don't disregard the, how long this tail is. That's what I'm trying to gather is right here. That totally makes sense to me. Okay. Look, we're measured, measuring the wicks here. I'll shorten this one up. There. See? We, I think it totally makes sense. We're going to be millionaires. Because this was the initial run-up when Elon Musk accepted Bitcoin for Tesla. It went to 60,000. 
Dogecoin ran, and then we all started falling. And this is definitely a new trend. So we're still on the upward thing, but it, we might go sideways for a, we could go sideways for like a week here. Yeah, probably. And it wouldn't ruin anything. Or you can go parabolic, you never know. Uh, Mr. Lodex says, I only use RSI and yeah, the You can still go parabolic and get to 100K and still be within the channel, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, not really. We'd be going like this. We'd we go, just fall hard. Boom! <laughs> yeah, there'd be... This is a healthy way to grow. This is like, we're going to go up and down. And this is... Like I was talking about a couple of shows back. Look how the incline of this climb is so sudden as opposed to the incline of the current channel that we're creating, which is much more stable, a lot more resistance and support built into it. It's like when you're building a building, like this is going to be a stronger run if it plays out. Don't you see? Resistance is futile. Resistance is futile. Yeah, I don't know about, oh, should I look at the RSI? Here, let's show them the RSI. That, uh, RSI. I don't know anything about any of these things. So when it's under I'm the afraid. RSI, I'm a hodler. I'm a hodler. see this purple line, Jose? Okay. And then we'll cover the news. But see this purple line? When it's beneath the median point, that means it's oversold. Overbought, oversold. So if it's down here, the indicators are telling us that right now it's I mean, it's not as oversold as it was at one point. Over so here. wait, the, the closer, the way the higher it is, the more oversold? The farther it is from the middle line. Huh? From here, from like this middle. Like right now, as it, it's sitting right there. The middle, but, means the, middle, the middle is the middle. Anything over 50 is oversold. Anything under 50 is undersold. Underbought, whatever. Overbought. Uh, anything over, it looks like. Guess. Overbought, oversold. I don't know why the. Which is which? The bottom is. The, the bottom half is up, over oversold. Correct. And then the top, top fifty is overbought. So That's we're right. at overbought right now. Yeah. No, we're at, we're at slightly oversold. Yeah. So I I would expect. Oh, oversold. Oversold is the highest part. No, oversold. It, when anywhere the this purple line, if it's underneath the center line, if it's underneath the center line, I'm just going to take my cursor. Oh, I thought it, I was looking at only the purple line. You just want to see, is the purple line above or beneath the middle? If it's beneath that middle horizontal line, that means it's slightly oversold. And the farther lower it gets, it means the more oversold it is. Mm -hmm. That's the RSI. Yeah, and then we get the seller exhaustion. Right, and there's one more indicator we could look at technically, but I don't. I can still sell more. Second indicator. Everybody always likes that other indicator. Where is? Oh wait, maybe I'm looking at some. No, that's correct. I'm correct. I was looking for. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'll have to look at. What's that other indicator everybody likes? Hmm. RSI and what's the other one? RSI and the MACD. I don't know if that's what I'm looking for or not. Yeah, yeah, the MACD. 
I'm looking for I'm looking for the MACD. Oh god. Huh, I don't know. Regardless, Dude, very, very bullish. Compelling content. This is the best content. Yeah. Moving on, moving on. I love all this dead silent radio silence while you're looking at some sharks. You got to talk, man. You got to talk. You got to say things. You got to, like, uh, talk about what's so going I, on there. People well, don't know. They it, can't man. see we're, it. We're leaving it. Don't worry about it. Moving on, moving on, Jose. Everybody's sad because nobody talked about Doge. We're all sad, honestly, because we couldn't get on TikTok tonight, and everybody wanted to be on TikTok. I know no, you guys out there. You're all disappointed? Everybody's a little bit disappointed by that. We need 1,000 followers. How are we going to get 1,000 followers on TikTok? We're going to have to be as compelling as Matt Beasley. <laughs> Ew. I don't know if... I mean, I don't know if, if we got it in. Yeah, Beasley, Beasley is just too team. talented. <clears throat> just too talented. Yes. So, so much talent. I mean, he told us how to make the blueprint of a king. You know. Where's my... Okay. But yeah, man, I mean, I can't wait. I'm going to start the cooking channel again. I was already starting to, you know, work on all that today. You know, starting to set up the studio again. Mm. <clears throat> starting to cook. I made some eggnog today. Extra alcohol. Yeah, you had to make your own because Mexico doesn't sell eggnog. So warning to everybody who moves down to Mexico, no store-bought eggnog. That's right, because you're in Mexico. So prepare. I want to have an American product, like prepare an American. Prepare accordingly. Right. So make your own. Learn how to make it before you go down there, so you know exactly what you're doing. You won't have one night of bad eggnog. I mean, it's pretty easy to make. So good. Okay. So good. Anyways, let's cover a news article here because we need a thousand followers on TikTok. So good. So we're gonna need the TikTok to blow up. So when you guys are commenting, just realize when we're covering the news. You guys will be in the TikTok, okay? They'll be right behind us. All right, so 16-year-old uh, kids are going to be making fun of you. They're back, you're backing us up. Yeah, you your comments scroll right behind us? You're going to back us up. You're part, of the, you're part of the show. You're part of the existence. Yeah, exactly. You're part of the production. We've and made, by the way, we're not going to give you any royalties or anything, okay? So you guys can suck it. You're part of uh, the appeal. Right. Believe it or not. No, but we still love you. Sorry, I didn't, mean get, I didn't mean to be so mean. This eggnog makes me mean. All right. So over the weekend, Jose, Elon Musk gets into a big fight with Bernie Sanders on Twitter. Do you follow this or did you see it or no? So Elon got in a fight with an old man. Yeah, let's. He pushed an old man down. <laughs> Is that what happened? No, he just tweeted. Let's read. Okay. So here's oh, a so Wall, Wall Street Journal. Because now, you know, we have a Wall Street Journal access. So you guys will get the best news that you could possibly get from Spaghetti News. This is straight from the propaganda source. Yeah, so for all Wall you guys out Street there, they wonder where your donations go. They go, they go towards my egg milk. No, they go towards the Wall Street Journal. And they really don't. I mean, it was... Yeah, I don't know. It was, we, we don't I, don't, get I, I don't like the sound of that. We just give all your money 
straight to the Wall Street Journal. Straight to the fake media. Fake yeah, propaganda. exactly. No. We support what you hate. <laughs> All right. Taking on good, man. <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk mocks Bernie Sanders. My damn character won't move his mouth. Give me a second. Cover uh, something about this. What do you think? Yeah, that was pretty funny uh, what he said to Bernie. Um, because I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> okay, we're good. Okay. So Elon Musk mocks Bernie Sanders on Twitter over taxing the rich. The Vermont senator says that extremely wealthy should pay their fair share of taxes. And the Tesla CEO responds, I keep forgetting that you're still alive. Oh, Shots fired. Bernie got burned. He feels the burn. <laughs> Someone call an ambulance. Ew. But not for abuse. me. Old man abuse. All right. Elon Musk, the richest man in the world and the chief executive of Tesla, mocked is he, Bernie is Sanders. Is he the richest man in the world now? Um, yes. I think maybe. Might have happened. I know it happened over COVID, but I don't know if it stayed. Even after selling all that stock? I think so, because Tesla Tesla's stock recently reached all-time highs. Oh, that's why he sold. So he was the world's richest man before that, before it, when it just reached, like, a good high. And now, being the all-time high, he's really, really doing well. All right. Okay. The... um. The chief executive of Tesla, Inc., mocked Senator Bernie Sanders after the former presidential candidate tweeted that the ultra-rich should pay their fair share of taxes. We must demand that the extremely wealthy pay their fair share, Mr. Sanders tweets. Uh, Mr. Sanders' account tweeted early Sunday afternoon. How much does Bernie pay? Uh, 400000 No, as a senator? I don't know. I mean, he has a lot of money. He pays taxes, right? I hope he does. You better. Better. I keep forgetting that you're still alive, Mr. Musk replied. Want me to sell more stock, Bernie? Just say the word. Bitch. He said in a follow-up reply. I'm not poor. <laughs> it's a little bit ridiculous that Elon Musk did this, but I love it. I mean, I really like it. No, but I mean, but the thing is, like, sell stock, you know, then, then when he sells the stock, then uh, capital gains, and that's how he'll pay taxes. I guess, right? Well, the, oh, wasn't he? What was he doing? Wasn't he selling stock and 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 um, donating it or something? Or well, if you don't know, maybe uh, I don't know, man. I'm asking. I'm, I'm asking. Oh, okay. I don't. Uh, know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think he just sold his stock. I don't think he necessarily did anything with that money. Oh, so he sold the stock and bought a new mansion for uh, he, Grimes. He, yeah, a representative. So they're always separated, right? So. Yes, a representative for Mr. Sanders didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. Mr. Musk didn't respond to a request for comment. So neither of them were talking after this. It got very awkward. It was a Sunday at 7 in the fucking morning, bro. That's true. <laughs> Mr. Musk sold roughly $6.9 billion worth of stock last week. One of the largest ever disposals by the CEO over a several day period. The sale came after Mr. Musk earlier that month 
asked his followers through a Twitter poll if he should sell 10% of his Tesla shares. Mr. Musk has a net worth of $285 billion. The Twitter exchange between Mr. Musk and Mr. Sanders also comes as Democrats and White House and the White House have been trying to push the Build Back Better plan into law, which among other things would raise taxes on the very high income Americans and largest Wrong. companies. It's only gonna raise taxes on fucking poor, not on the rich. Go ahead, sorry. Mr. Sanders, an independent uh, senator from Vermont, has been favoring raising the tax, uh, tax rates on the companies that have the largest gaps between what their workers and CEOs make. Yeah, but again, if a company declares a loss for the year, the tax rate can be 100. They're not paying any, they're paying zero tax. Yeah, it's just stupid because, yeah. like, technically, yeah. this entire Twitter thing, even like Elon Musk going, I keep forgetting that you're still alive. Want me to sell more stock, Bernie? Like, I don't actually believe anybody thinks that that's what Bernie Sanders wanted him to do. He didn't want him to sell the stock. He wanted him to pay more taxes. Like, nobody's actually communicating what's, what's going on here at all. Well, yeah, because exactly. I mean, the thing is that... Like, like so if I was well, Jimmy Dore... Well, 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 hold on. What Elon was saying is that, well, listen, what do you want me to sell more stock? Because by selling stock, I pay tax. You know what I mean? And so that's maybe what he meant. Because, again, he, the, one, the only one being vague is uh, Bernie Sanders and the Democrats, as always. I mean, they're just being super crazy, stupid vague, you know? Yeah, because I bet, like, a Democrat could easily respond to Elon Musk and be like, no, you dumbass, like, we're not even asking you to do anything like that. So Elon Musk doesn't even present an argument. All he does is say, want me to sell more stock, Bernie? And I don't believe anybody was actually telling Elon to go sell his stock, but they kind of were, but Elon doesn't explain it. And he has a huge platform, and he could easily say, and I don't know if he'd want to, but he could easily say, "Are you gonna if you if you're taxing unrealized gains, I'm not going to be able to keep his like I'm not going to be able to keep invested in my own company. It doesn't make any sense." Right. But he doesn't say that. All he says is, "Want me to sell more stock?" And the Democrats could easily be like, "No, he doesn't even follow. Like this is what we're dealing with. These billionaires don't even understand what we're trying to accomplish." But really. Like the worst part of their Build Back Better plan is unrealized capital gains tax. It doesn't make it. But really, they don't it cannot capital, work. It cannot yeah, but work. But unrealized capital gains is only going to affect people like the poor, like us, because they are. They are the people like Elon is going to be able to reinvest in no problem into the company because again, unrealized gains is like no, 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 no. They're they're and we're future projecting here. You know what I mean? That in the next ten years we're going to be putting all our profit into the company. So there's no gains. There's no unrealized gains to tax. But the average person is not going to be able to do that. So Yeah, I bet like, I, I, I am absolutely certain that Elon Musk would have the best avenues possible as the world's richest man to avoid taxes, whether it be moving his company overseas or doing what you're talking about where he's selling his stock only to move it into a different vehicle, maybe even through some... Mm cryptocurrency i mean it could be just he's just offloading it into monero <laughs> you know like for real he right. certainly could be and right. so this whole conversation i mean it was it, it is interesting i do like that the world's richest man is coming out against the 
most powerful political class in the on the in the world, the Democrat Party. They own the United States and they own ergo like the whole world. And that's the world's richest man tweeting at a very influential person in the Democrat Party, basically saying, "Hey, you're what do you want me to do here? What do you, your move? You want me to sell more stock or what? I mean, that's basically what he's saying." And Bernie's like, I don't know. Uh, I want free college. <laughs> <laughs> I want, um, I don't know. And I, the Democrats don't even believe that their plan, Jose, is going to pay for what they're saying it's going to pay for. How are they going to tax unrealized gains? They can't. You can't do that. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> What are the live commenters saying? Cannot do it. No, but yeah, man, the whole thing is just, uh, man, I'm glad I'm not there anymore. <laughs> and I'm not going to deal with that shit no more. <laughs> nice uh, contribution to the show, Jose. Very good. Let's read oh, what the no, commenters I mean, just the fact that, like, the whole tag, I mean, because everybody's going to get start getting taxed to death for real, bro. I mean, did you see, like, in the infrastructure bill, all those, uh, um, what's it, all those... Um, new restrictions and laws and all that shit on crypto on um, you know on, on basically by 20 by none of this is going to go into effect until 2024 but basically by 2024 um you're going to be paying taxes on all your crypto uh, no matter what unless you get it off of a decentralized exchange you know you are you get it through cash you know you get it through a way in which you're not doing any kind of kyc wait what, wait, what did you expect this is like the other route is what China is doing where they're saying you can't, it's illegal to own. The United States is going a different route and saying we're going to regulate the hell out of it, right? So there's like two options there. Then there's Mexico's option where Mexico's government just isn't doing anything about it, which is cool. But you think the United States is really going to do nothing about it? No, they're going to do, they're going to regulate it. They're regulating everything. So yeah, but that's gonna it's better than make... a ban on it. I mean, look at what the yeah, but people are gonna want to use it even more now. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, I mean, the the thing is, it's like people are not stupid and they're realizing what's going on, and um, you know, they're being kept away from this thing that is uh, helping them. You know, again, at least save some sort of wealth. You know, it's just like another. You know, they're taking away just like they've taken away the ability to buy gold and silver at the bank, or you know, <clears throat> at other you know, more, you know, reputable places and shit. But it's the same thing. Look, at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, it's just and people are still going to get this stuff. You know, they're just going to now, you know, um, unfortunately, you know, a lot of them are going to do whatever they got to do in order to, unfortunately, this will break the law. You know what I mean? They're going to be getting, because the law says that you need to declare. It's not going to do, Jose. It's where not, not, not going to no, pass, but, but The law says you can need to declare where and how you buy, you know, your crypto. So, um, so they can tax it, but if all of a sudden you get your crypto um, from other means in which you don't let the government know, you know what I mean, by not giving them your ID or anything like that, um, you know, the, and you don't um, pay taxes on it, you know, they're going to have uh, huge penalties. Because the thing is, it's like, usually with cash, a lot of people do cash, but like if uh, for whatever reason they say, hey, you did this wrong or didn't do this, whatever, it's just a, it's a small, it's just a small penalty, you know, but the thing is that what they're doing with the crypto is that they're making it a felony. And so it's like, it's, it's a major crime. Now you basically hiding your crypto for tax reasons. You get what I'm, which is kind of really fucked up. 
So I mean, I don't know, hey, man. You know, I, it's, I, it's I, just... it, like they're. I don't believe they're going to pass the. No, they already back. did. It's in the infrastructure bill. It's already passed. It's already. It's no, already no, no. Let me find. Oh, that. okay. It's in that video that I sent you with the Asian uh, tax guy, the six-minute video. He explains all. He explains the three things that they put in there. You can watch it later on your own time. But anyways, no, I, we're not going to just take your word for things. You got to. I didn't say that. Oh, well, you can watch the video if you want. Put the video on. Here, let's look. We're not going to watch a video. We're going to read it's an only article. Only six minutes. Bro. I think people will love this to, is it's straight to from to CNBC. Huh? Straight from CNBC. Not gonna, no, we're not going to let your propaganda just spew what propaganda? out. He's a, YouTube, he's he's a certified propaganda. Uh, Let's figure out what it says, dude. I don't want somebody else. Certified public accountant. What do you mean? Infrastructure bill, crypto tax provisions to be signed into law, and five other crypto updates you know about. Last I, I week, think a certified public accountant would know more than a writer. But whatever, go ahead. You really just want us to watch a video, Jose? It's only six minutes to listen to it. I'm not going to watch a six-minute video on, okay, don't, on the show. Don't, don't. Well, you're the one. Listen, you're the one that's not taking my word for it. You're the one that, you're discussing something that's not in the article. I don't believe we got to find it. I mean, I found it. I mean, we watch videos sometimes of like. I'm sure uh, people in the audience, Cruz. Jose, want to know whether or not what you said is accurate. Let's figure it out. Right. I mean, sometimes we'll sometimes we'll watch we're, a video. We're like going to watch an Asian tax man. You just want to watch the Asian tax man. Well, but sometimes we'll watch a video of like Ted Cruz oh, or whoever the hell, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's because it's it's part of the thing that we're talking about. Well, I don't know if I necessarily... You don't have to watch them. You can do whatever you want. I, I, watch... and I don't know why you don't like Asians. Is it like Asian hate, bro? I don't I don't understand. No, I'm just not going to just... Watch. Let's just see what they actually passed. They just passed it today. Okay, let's, uh, let's listen to the propaganda. Go ahead. Last week, the cryptocurrency market briefly passed $3 trillion. Okay. Now, on Monday afternoon, Bitcoin is trading around 64000 mm-hmm. As President Joe Biden signs the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill into law, which includes tax reporting provisions that apply to cryptocurrency, here are six important things that happened this past week in the space. Robinhood's data breach involved about 7 million customers. Okay, let's that. Ripple to launch crypto service for financial companies. What the hell? Tim Cook, you might be right. This article is pretty bogus. Where's the tax implication? Okay, I'll send it to you. Wait, here it is. Here it is. President, I'm not going to watch a video. We can, I guess, you can post it in the Discord. Anybody can check it out in their own time. President Biden to sign the bipartisan infrastructure bill into law. Okay. President Biden will sign the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill into law on Monday. Yes, he did. This legislation includes tax reporting provisions that apply to the digital assets like cryptocurrency and NFTs. Cryptocurrency brokers, which are mainly exchanges, will now be required to issue a 1099 form disclosing who their customers are. Businesses and exchanges will be required to report each time they receive over $10,000 in cryptocurrency. Many lobbyists with, uh, within the uh, community believe that there should be more clarity in the definition of broker. They also argue that requiring the disclosure of transactions over $10,000 is unconstitutional. So it's for over $10,000, and the broker needs to report, I guess, is it, it's, it's not unrealized gains, though. It's just like as if you're going into the stock market, correct? Is that right? Say it again? It's like 
when you every transaction over ten thousand dollars should like needs to be reported by law. Oh no! So so to be more specific on that, glad you asked. Um, so how it works is like it's just like the same as in the bank. So right now, if you go to the bank, any bank, your bank, and you go and make a deposit of ten thousand dollars. They have to report it to FinCEN. They got to re- they flag you. They they report it as a suspicious transaction, whatever. Also, if let's say you you make a deposit of like a five thousand and four thousand five hundred, they do the same thing because they go look at this dumbass, you know. Or if you do three transactions of three hundred, three hundred, you know, three hundred. I'm sorry, three thousand, three hundred, da 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 da, to make equal close to ten thousand. So anywhere in any any in any. If you're making transactions that are equaling around ten thousand dollars, you're automatically going to be flagged. You're automatically going to be, Not you know, flagged, um, your, your, be, your record, be, your record of your yeah. transaction is going to be sent to um, places like FinCEN and um, the IRS in order for them to have a record that you have that money and that you better report it, or you know, you're going to be in trouble. No, and I think it is to pay taxes. Hold on, hold on. taxes. Reported to pay taxes. Yeah, that's Correct. right. That was already the case, man. Why do you think we have to use Binance.us? Yeah, I know you like to pay taxes, you know, but most people don't, you know. No, I'm most saying like don't. it was already the case, though. No, no, but not with uh, crypto. What, what did you expect? Let me truthfully ask. What did you expect? You know, this is like them taxing gains was already understood. Like, Oh, listen, I know. I'm not saying, listen, listen. I'm, I'm all now I'm they're saying, just solidifying the deal by saying, it, hey, I if you're it, going to be an exchange, if you're going to act as a marketplace, you have a responsibility to provide us with this data. That's what they're doing. Okay. It's like, a, yeah, that's it. I mean, all I'm saying is this, that now they're make now they're really, really going to be taxing people for all this. And now people are really, really going to find a way to not get taxed on it. That's all well, I'm saying. We same as it ever was. Taxed on it. No, I mean, same I as it ever was. Just like there's a lot of, hold on. Just like there's a lot of cash businesses. And people that do their taxes, you know, like that, you know, they find ways, you know, in order to not pay as much tax as someone that uses, you know, all digital transactions. You get what I'm saying? So it's the same thing. You know what I mean, like, well, people just gonna... realize that what the Democrats have proposed in Build Back Better is much, much worse than this. Much worse. This is just what do you mean? This, this is, this is, is part... uh, in fact, in 2000, 2000- this isn't the full thing. It is only a little bit of the, no, only part of it. In 2000, you know what? In 2018, People were celebrating regulation as this, you know, basically they were celebrating it. They were saying, wow, it's this only makes it so that Bitcoin is more uh, whatever, you know, like seen as a real investment. Now that it's been regulated, we got a regulation on our little project. There's still people doing the same thing right now, too. There's still people the same thing. Just like people are like they love the government now. they, they, They love it. Say for this, you know what I mean? Just say same thing. I no, get I'm it. You know it's good. I'm just saying this was already the law. This was already the case. No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. Like it was. Well, wasn't. this was already like if you if you were operating within the United States and selling and trading cryptocurrency, unless you were, unless you're a crypto trader that deals a lot with unknown smaller exchanges, like maybe even just like you know, not the no, major. No, but what ones. I'm saying is, this, if you're on, dealing with Coinbase, Binance, okay, those okay, two, let me, let me finish. or Robinhood. They were already doing this for sure. Okay, so real, real quick, man, please. Yeah. They were doing this, but in a sense, it was almost voluntary. Okay, it wasn't really like a thing that you had to. Now it's law, and it's not going to take place. It's not going to take effect of twenty twenty four. But the kicker here is that 
the whole thing is the whole read the whole reading and the, the I mean sorry the whole writing of the 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 bill is very vague and so it's so vague that basically it's it's left open to interpretation and uh, the, the 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 kicker here is that what mo most likely they're going to end up doing is that they're going to be taxing every transaction meaning if you use it to buy something if you if you use it to trade for another coin if you you know whatever you do i think even moving it they might even as far as that you know but they're going to want to tax every single movement and transaction and that's the that's the fucked up part because again we know how uh, anyone that's in the crypto space you you move your coins around a little bit you know what i mean like uh, some people a lot especially if you're a trader um but if uh, but but even at the least you know but like they some were already like, technically doing that no they weren't yes they were for sure for sure but that's the thing you know most how do you think these how do you think binance is allowed to operate why why do they have binance.us yeah but a lot of people don't like for example like everyone is different out there but there's a lot of people that go and uh you're right. You know what I mean? That they um, they trade on Binance and Coinbase and all that shit, and they're more than happy to pay their taxes. You know, just like they're just like they do it on E Trade, right? Or right, E Trade or whatever other Coinbase, um, other yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. Fidelity. Um, but, but a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, the whole idea of crypto is the fact that you know that that it's well then just use a v it. then just use a vpn if that's like truly your concern you're smart enough to oh yeah that. a lot of people yeah so a lot of people but the thing is that before it wasn't really a crime and now it but is any any marketplace that anybody would feel like unless you're already in risky business if you're trading on a lot of the other marketplaces anyways i mean not truly i guess they're and i'll take it back there's a lot of marketplaces that probably weren't reporting in the united states and now they're gonna have to but majority of people even in this space, maybe 85% of all United, like United States cryptocurrency people were already, this was their existence, and they did not find it um, valuable to switch over, not valuable enough for them to switch over and start trading on like, uh, like what? Like what's another exchange that a lot of people trade on to, like I don't, I don't use the other exchanges that people, like what's another exchange that people use to try to, that you probably use in the United States that doesn't report? There's probably one that's going to have to start reporting now. I'm trying to think of the names. Um, maybe that F, what's that FXS or whatever one it was? I forget. The one we were looking at last night. That exchange. The one that purchased Blockfolio. I bet they're not reporting their stuff to the IRS. So they'll have to now, according to the law. There's yeah, a lot, there's a lot of laws out there that aren't necessarily followed by corporations. So, I agree. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. So like by 2024, yeah, because there's a bunch of uh, exchanges and companies that don't want to comply. So I it does, it, yeah, know? it takes a lot of work to comply and they're going to have to come up with a database that actually now involves, give me your license, just like Binance.us right. does. Give me your license. And having to hold all that information. Yeah, right. and hold all that, all that information. It really ruins decentralized exchanges. Who's supposed well, to submit no, it? I mean, people are just going to use decentralized exchanges and they're going to ruin them because if you're a decentralized exchange, again, you don't have a problem. You only have a problem if you're based out of the U.S. Oh, true. I guess there's no penalty. They can't, but they can. The United, if you're decentralized, the there's nothing States. to come after. You can't right. come after you. But they'll, they'll, they might be tried to be made illegal in the United States, correct? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Just like drugs are illegal, prostitution. And right. Shit. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that.
what's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It sounds like a big nothing burger, to be honest. No, it's not. The, the, the nothing burger, it, I mean, They're it's institutionalizing not. our cryptocurrency. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's not that it's a nothing burger. It, it is a something burger. Mm. The, the whole thing is that they're, the penalty is normally penalties for, you know, drugs or prostitution. They're kind of minor, but they're making this a penalty, a, you know, a, a IRS penalty. And so an IRS IRS penalty is like a more of a serious uh, penalty, like a felony from the IRS. Not good. And that's true. Like Mr. Lorak, I don't know if this was what he's meaning to say, but people that filed and wanted to pay taxes had to, like had their tax person force a payment. That's so true. I bet up to this point, there was nothing in the law where. Like their tax accountant person was probably like, whatever, like I'm gonna ignore this little ten nine like maybe not the ten ninety nine, but they were like, Hey, if you don't have a ten ninety nine from your exchange, I can't I don't even know how to register this payment with the government. Like and so basically year, it's like this. We're so good. now they made it so that it's in the law, give them a ten ninety nine, damn it, so that they can give it to their accountant. That's it. No, but it's not just that, like from what I understand, uh, until it's it's not mandatory for anyone to really report anything. I don't know, I could be wrong. But it's not mandatory really until 2024. And I think the 2024 tax year. So long story short, it, you know, use the time now to get your, you know, to not use things like Coinbase or anything else like that and get your shit, you know, um, start using things that are, uh, you get what I'm saying? Like uh, um, that that, that decentralized exchanges. No, decentralized exchanges that don't, you know, they don't need KYC, don't need you know your your identification or your passport or your social security or your whatever i mean you can just do it and that's it german chael says what if you send ten thousand dollars to anyone in another country like mexico yep. same thing same no, thing no 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 it is it is no, any transaction not. no no it's not oh god just look it up allow it's me to explain allow me to no explain. no no the, the ten thousand dollar thing is is from before but the ten thousand dollar thing is is like yeah man if you make any no transaction, no no just, just if somebody sent me in the United States ten thousand dollars, the that comes as a ten ninety nine to me. If I send ten thousand, oh no no no, we're not talking about taxes. We're not talking about taxes. I was we're talking about the we're talking about the flagging. You know when you get flagged, you know for any yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't mean anything if I'm sending out ten thousand dollars to somebody else. No, for look for example, certain exactly certain people that have big transactions like you on a regular basis, you're not really getting flagged. But you might if you're sending $10,000 to Mexico. Now, so a regular person, oh, dude, you're definitely going to get flagged because people are going to be, any, the bank is going to be like, whoa, who, 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 whatever, not just the bank, but any entity is going to be like, whoa, again, they're going to be, who are you sending it to? Why are you sending it? Da, 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 dee, 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 all, all this other shit. And no, then, with the no, no. Oh, it's true. It's true. Come Try on. It. Wait a second. Wait a second. You're telling me, right. and I'm not going to, you know, we can't just prove this, but. You're telling me if I send $10,000 to somebody in another country right now through Binance.us, no, 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 they're going Binance. to call me tomorrow and they're going to say, hey, what was that transaction you just made over to Mexico? No, not Binance, not Binance, not Binance. I'm talking about... Oh, through like a wire on a Wells Fargo like bank? A, like a wire. If you're going to do oh. a wire transfer through a bank, you need a lot yeah. of approval. If you're going to do like uh, like a, some sort of money gram or Western Union. Well, that's because they're not even set up to make international transactions. You got, you got, no, they are. That's all they do. What are you talking about? Well, they're not not for consumers, not for us. They're not like that's a no. That's not what they do. No, so you would use something like it's Western Union or, and everything else. Hold on, you would use something like Western Union, a MoneyGram, or whatever, and they got limits. 
as to how much you can send. And then if you're going to be sending a certain amount, you know, over a certain amount, you know, they, you know, let me see how, how much is the limit for like money grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But don't be thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but regardless, it doesn't matter whether a money gram allows you to send 10 to a hundred thousand dollars. They, they eventually they do kind of stop you. And eventually they do, um, you know, they start demanding more information from you. I just know it because I send money, bro. And it's, an, and then it, and it happens already just with thousands, just like a thousand dollars here or there. So, or, you know what I mean? Imagine when you get to $10,000, knowing the law, you know what I mean? And I know for a fact, you know, a lot of people for a fucking fact that like, for example, you go to Best Buy to purchase something that's like $3,000 and you get, a, you, you get, you know, flagged, you get enough flagged, but like, no, uh, no, no, your, your get account flagged. gets frozen. It's- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your, your account gets frozen. Or your account gets be. like, hey, uh, yeah, there's like, like if, you, if you go to an ATM, you'll find that you can't just pull out your entire balance into cash. Exactly. Even, even if exactly. Just, yeah, but that's just the system. I can pull out my entire balance when I go to the bank here. Congratulations. Americans have to either go to the bank itself, or if they go to an ATM, they'll have to spread it out into multiple visits, usually. Like if you want to pull out thousands and thousands. No, but you still have a limit, a daily limit, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. You have a daily limit. You can move it up, but you do have to talk to the bank about it usually or build some reason why. But they don't necessarily call and ask. I'd be surprised if I sent $5,000 through Binance because I'll tell you, I've sent... Um, what have I sent? I've sent... I sent $10,000 through PayPal and Venmo this year. Nobody asked me a thing, dude. One shot? Well, they had their limits, of course. So in other words, I just did... Uh, 4,000 in one shot through PayPal and then another 3,000 another day and then 3,000 through Venmo, but like multiple thousands of dollars. And yeah, yeah, but that's not, nobody that's asked me That's anything. why, but that's also why they want you to do things like this. Like, remember they, they, they tax you, you know, they, they, the no, transactions. No, the, no, the transactions are free on PayPal and Venmo. Okay. Okay. I think, yeah. Cause they're ACH wires or whatever you want to call them. Okay. But I think, Overall, this infrastructure bill, like, let's just pretend we're in 2018. Everybody's talking in the crypto space about this is the institutionalizing of cryptocurrency. And that is true. Now, is that a good thing? Arguably, no. if you don't, if you'd rather it, it not be like, uh, which I would, yeah, I'd agree. You'd prefer, to I mean, see it, you'd, prefer to see it, you'd prefer to see it left alone, but it does help adoption because suddenly people feel much more comfortable with it. So it, it does help adoption to have... Yeah. Coinbase have security and be insured, and now suddenly the you know the, that marketplace is seen as a trusted institution as opposed to completely bad mouthed uh, or whatever whatever you want to call it. Like that one uh, was that was that one that totally collapsed that mountain. What was that mountain? You remember what I'm talking about the Kilimanjaro? No, it was some mountain exchange and it just went away. I mean, it disappeared. Oh, Mount Gox. Yeah, Mount Gox, but. <laughs> if china like what china's done this is completely preferable to what china's done and this bipartisan infrastructure bill doesn't impact cryptocurrency one bit i mean they were already they were they were already this was already the working process for how a security exchange commission like was to handle cryptocurrency payments this makes it so that if it like the liability now falls on the exchange, the broker. That's why, they're, that's why that term is being floated around so much. 
because the liability now isn't just on the like the person must report their crypto gain. Now it's the exchange must provide us with the data. And they already were doing that. That's why Binance US exists. And that's why all the places that usually you'd want to give your bank account information to because they're so big and trusted in the United States, they were already collecting your driver license photo and everything when you sign. I know, up. I know, but like, um, look, man, you're, you're, I get it. I know what you're saying. And I know this, well, you're, I, I'll say one last thing. And this has it's not a blow. This is not a blow to cryptocurrency at all. But I just think that, you know, um, they just now really cemented the law, made it a law, you know, in the infrastructure bill, they made it law already, you know, that, that yes, you know what I mean? But they, they left it very vague. So, I mean, to me, it's, it's look, at the end of the day, people are not <laughs> even going to take their chances, I think. I think a lot of people are just going to say, fuck it. Let's just figure out a way to, you know, let you know, make sure that they don't know we have anything or make sure they don't know we're going to get anything. So it might make things like Coinbase and shit like that, like start, um, what you might call it, like, um, you know, not, not be as popular. But look, mm -hmm. right now, nothing's going to happen because right now this is passing. No one's really talking about it. They'll talk about it a little bit, yada, yada, yada. But it's not really going to start taking effect until like late 2023 or 2024, whatever, the year before, you know, this whole thing really takes effect. You get what I'm saying? So really, this is for anyone out there, should this paying attention, you should start already like making sure that starting next year, 2022 forward, you're not buying crypto off of any KYC type or you're not making any transactions on anything like that. And then just, uh, and then that's it. You know what I mean? Going forward, you already know that by 2024, you know, whether it's that year, the year, the 2024 tax year or the 2023 tax year, but you don't have to do, uh, you don't have to do. Yeah. But anyways, but just, yeah, all, just, you can do the same story that everybody does where they go, Oh, I lost in a boating accident. Just get your money off of an exchange and then you're pretty much good like so long as your money's not on exchange yeah they but they, they still might, might they might yeah, say hold, hold oh, excuse on. me they might say wow that's a did you just did you just buy we understand that binance coin when you purchased it in 2018 your stock should now be worth two hundred forty thousand dollars. where is that two hundred forty thousand dollars, sir and you might have to lie or you might have to be gone but yeah that, i mean that's problematic because now they know that you should hold that amount or you say well, I, you know, so long as it's not on the exchange, they can't really know. So well, how no, far, how far true. will they go? But I would hold all my coin I know, off of but hold exchange, on, hold on, real quick. And then you, that's not true. And then you, just, quick, and then you just move it to an exchange when you're going to sell it. But I wouldn't be trying to guess which exchange you're going to want to use to try to sell it in 2028. You're, you're <sighs> never going to know. So you might as well store it offline and figure it out later. Again, you're good now, but going forward, well, what, since the law is so vague, what I think is going to happen, since this is usually what happens, is that they are, even if you say, oh, I lost in the boating accident, they're going to be like, oh, it's okay. I mean, that sucks. We have, oh, man, we feel bad for you that you lost it. But you're still going to have to pay taxes on the unrealized gains that those no, tokens No, that's where you're wrong, man. That's who? It's because that's not in the bill, bro. Oh, because they're not cruel and mean or anything like that? Is that why? No, because no, because that's a conspiracy theory. That's why. Bro. Okay. Well, show me where that's the bill. Uh, show me where that's the rule, man. I already told you, but you don't want to see it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. That's not. You no, have to look at. It. Do not tell me that. You know, like that's Asians. what you believe, huh? That's what you believe. What a certified you public account. That if reading. we if we make a purchase and it's going to be like, hey, I didn't see you sell it, 
So you definitely owe taxes on those gains right now. That's not how anything works right now. Nothing. That's what the Build Back Better plan is trying to do. And even they're saying that the unrealized gain should not be for certain amounts. Like even yeah, but the thing is, is like right, right now, now is crazy. The law is still vague. You're right, you're right. They haven't passed that provision or that thing about the unrealized gains yet. But what I'm saying is that if right now, you know what I mean, they do, this is, you know, how they'll be able to get to those unrealized gains in the crypto space. You get what I'm saying? That's it. That's all I'm saying. And so this is just step one. And then step two would be passing that. And then, you know, it's just, look, man, at the end of the day is this, man. All they're doing is that they're just going to tax you to death if you have this stuff. And people are still going to have it. And so people are just going to, you know, hide it and they're going to get it other ways. And they're, and that's it. And then right now it's like, think about it. Like, look, right now, if you're playing like a game like Decentraland, all right, or, or Roblox or Fortnite or whatever, um, you know, they might tax you on, on those tokens. You get what I'm saying? So we don't know how far they're going to take it, but we know that they're going to take it somewhere and they usually take it pretty far. So. More fear. Imagine somebody. More fear, imagine somebody. More, hey guys, classic fear porn from Jose. He's selling you something that porn. doesn't exist. Imagine you gotta pay taxes on your that, that, Roblox coins. That's not a real coins. thing right now. You gotta pay taxes on your kids' Roblox coins or some shit like that. Can you imagine, bro? <laughs> not real. I remember back in my day when I was a kid. I remember back in my day, like uh, that. Sometimes uh, when we were teenagers or kids or young teenagers, you know, we would call like these one eight hundred numbers, not like sex or porn, but just like one eight hundred chat line or one eight hundred like uh, you know, it was just like I don't know, just bullshit. You know what I mean, like I don't know, like things you would find on Facebook or Instagram now, just whatever you know, like TikTok stuff. Anyways, it was funny, and so um, and then the the parents would get like these huge bills, or you know, when the cell phones, you know, would uh were first come out and this and there wasn't like unlimited and like the girl you know like a teenage girl had the fucking cell phone and they'll be talking on it like 24 hours a day and then they would get like a like a ten thousand dollar phone bill or something like that i remember that that was funny so this will be the same thing all of a sudden like some kid on fucking roblox or something like that you know doing a bunch of whatever roblox stuff on there and then all of a sudden before you know it like the parents get like a ten thousand dollar tax bill from the fucking unreal, you know, from the fucking uh, all the Roblox transactions that the kid did in the hey, you know? yeah. Somebody's asking about NFTs. Otter Rocks in the comments says, "I wanted to know how do you do, go about creating an NFT? I got an idea for a design that we discussed." Oh, um, I would just say just go to YouTube and uh, say, "How do I make an NFT?" And there's like a thousand videos on how to make it. It's pretty easy. Have you made so, one? No, but I mean, I've been meaning to. Yeah. I got the images already. I just want to do it, but I just, I don't. Hey, there's a trading platform on the Solana network that I bought into, and it does allow NFT trading. <laughs> so you can. Well, wait, wait, what idea? What idea that we discussed? Are you talking to you or talking to me? I don't know. I don't, I don't, think, think, he's he's, I don't think he's talking to me. He might be talking to you. He might be talking to somebody in the comments. Oh yeah, he might be talking about. He might be talking about. He might be talking to uh, Lodak. Yeah. He, he, he's uh, he's going to be making some. Uh, um, what is it like? Uh, damn it! What are the the Buffalo Bills uh, chair tables? What the? Regardless, I should make an NFT now that I'm thinking about yes. it. Yes. He goes well. If you already forgot about it, then it, all the safer. <laughs> That's true. Who said that? That's what Otter Rock said in the comments. 
You already forgot about it? The idea is perfectly safe then. <laughs> yeah, what idea? What hey man, he gave, you a, million, you, he gave you a million dollar idea and you just in one ear out the other and I don't know, I don't probably know who thinking about how you're gonna how they're gonna tax Roblox coin. I don't know who Auto Rocks is. Whatever. Am I Moving supposed on, to a nice forty minute segment on that bullshit. Who is Auto Rocks? The Liver. I don't know, man. He's been around know, for a I while at this point. <clears throat> cool guy, no. cool guy. Well, All right, this is a great story. I love this one. Jose, mm -hmm. tell me, what does Kyle Rittenhouse's tears tell you about America? Kyle Rittenhouse's tears. What do they tell you about tears? America? Yeah, remember, are you following this trial at all or not really? Yes, I'm following it 1,000%, actually, because it's so, all over the fucking news. Uh, yeah, we both are aware. Is this going to start World War Three or something? Or I mean, the Civil Rights Movement, Part 3? No, but I wanted to read this article, because this, this is like peak. So I don't understand why Madness. black people are calling a, this guy a white supremacist for killing other white people in self-defense. Well, that's controversial even to say. But I'm... I'm was it self-defense? Am I missing something? The self-defense was it? Is white on white crime? Yeah, I know. But regardless. I mean, am I wrong? No, you're right. So why do black people care? I don't think black people generally do. I think the media is just doing its thing. <laughs> I haven't met one black person that actually cares much about this case. Okay. Have you? You no. walk around Mexico and black people are just... Nobody knows about it. this. That Nobody case in Wisconsin. In Not one motherfucking person in Mexico knows about this. Unless there's some fucking American. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I don't know if a lot and of people By the way, most of the people, they think that this guy is uh, fucking Satan himself. Are you Ooh. kidding me? Ooh. The, the kid, the Rittenhouse guy, right? Who thinks that? A lot of the white, a lot of people. Where? <laughs> in the news? Well... People that are left. Yeah, I mean, they're... Don't read, only read the headlines. I suppose. Let's read this, though. This is hilarious. I mean, you're not no, going you to believe you what this article says. Trump, you live in Trump country. It says, what Kyle Rittenhouse's <laughs> tears reveal about America. Let's read. No good. Despite last year's demonstrations supporting racial justice and sustainative efforts at political reform, Oh, now it's political. Now you're admitting that the whole <clears throat> racial justice... Oh, I didn't realize it had a political agenda. I thought it was just Black Lives Matter. Okay. But, I mean, you do know what was going on, right? Like, they were burning down that Kenosha, right? Where is it? What is the place called? Kenosha. They were burning down that place, and he was basically, like, trying to, like, I don't know, protect his house. Yeah, he know? went outside and he said, hey, you guys are... I'm going to go protect some businesses. He must have been super, super bored, probably. And he was just like, No, hey. he, no, I mean, I've been following it a lot. He lives there. He grows, he grew up there. That's his neighborhood. That's his backyard. His friends, his family, his everything is there. That's like, that's your neighborhood. That's no. like, imagine that's like the neighborhood you grew up in. Like he's 17, 18 years old. And that's like the neighborhood you grew up in. Oh, please. And, and basically, he is certainly a like vigilante. If, if all of a sudden, like, if all of a sudden, like, if, if I was that age and they're burning down my hood, you better believe I'm going to fucking go out there and protect it. I don't, 
Come on. That's what he did, by the way. That's that's the story, the real story. Let's listen. Look at what see how CNN does it. Okay. Despite... By the way, he got acquitted. He got acquitted, right? No, did that just happen? Well, they dropped all the gun charges because he was legal. They were all legal. He didn't do anything As illegal. Right now, because they're, they're, look, it's, it, because they're accusing him. They're accusing him of murder, and he did not commit murder. Mm, I mean, that's what's on trial. He didn't. He killed two people, Jose. Not to play devil's matter. advocate, but I'm, I'm just saying he was, he was being murder, chased by them. It was self-defense. Murder is the one thing. And <laughs> remember, he killed two people in self-defense. That's not murder. Murder is a, a specific action. No, I think it's, well, maybe. But I think. No, it is. It is. Wait, it is. Wait, so then what? Is murder it? means you got to like do it with like intent. He went intentally. He, he did, to, yeah, he did intend to kill some people. No, he did not. He didn't kill well, them. No. He, well, he, when he. But be, if somebody walks into the house and there's castle law and there's like if they're threatening me, I do intend to kill them. Okay, so and that's murder. Yeah, but no, no, yeah, no. He intended to know out of self defense. Though. Correct. Yeah, but that's different. All right, let's read the article. Murder. Is it not? Is self? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not at all by the law. No, remember this is law. When the judge is, you know, yada yada yada. So no, at all. No, no murder. Not not by definition. He did. Okay. He did kill a couple motherfuckers, okay. though. But that's again because he was. He was. Is, it's all on video. It is all on video. He was being. He was. He was attacked. He was about to. They were, they were gonna kill him. They were gonna kill him. Defense. I'm just gonna look it up. Okay. Is it self-defense? When self -defense, if you kill yes. someone in self-defense. Right. Okay. It's not homicide either. It's self-defense. No, it technically it looks like the way they're classifying it in our law in the United States is they're saying it is homicide in self-defense. A person has the authority under the law to kill another person in self-defense, obviously. What do they call it? Homicides may be criminal, excusable, or justified. Homicide. Okay. Not murder. Otto, you're right. So it is homicide. Okay. It's homicide. Protection. Despite last year's demonstration supporting the racial justice and sustainable or substantive efforts at a political reform, the system that devalues black lives remains largely and powerfully intact. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 18-year-old on trial in Kenosha, Wisconsin, for shooting three people and killing two of them. One of them was a child pedophile, by the way. Right. Not that I forget that. Represents the opinion. It was just they just got broken out of prison, and he already committed more crimes before he got killed. Go ahead. Right. That's irrelevant to the whether or not. No, no, it's very relevant. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, very relevant. Not in our common law. That doesn't matter. No, because you know the guy, the Kyle Rittenhouse guy. You know he was a fucking lifeguard. He was a, a, a junior deputy. He was, you know, like all this, you know, fucking getting cats out of trees. He was like the fucking model citizen. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, it matters. Whatever. I don't believe it. Represents it's the but true. Like, maybe. What do you mean maybe? It's all you can look it up. Well, I'm just saying, like for example, if let's say you were to let's say you ran through a red light at intersection. Oh, wait, I'm not just saying this to you, say it, man. I'm like, it's I'm saying it because it's it's true. Okay, I'll, I'll not finish my thought there. Let me just continue on. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 18 year old on trial in Kenosha, Wisconsin, for shooting. 
three people and killing two of them represents the epitome of white privilege in America run oh, yeah. amok. Rittenhouse, who has pleaded not guilty to six charges, including reckless homicide, intentional homicide, and attempted intentional homicide, cried during an emotional testimony on Wednesday. Anyone watching the proceedings who was unfamiliar with the events that led to this trial would be forgiving for assuming that Rittenhouse was the victim of an unspeakable crime. Was. He was. <laughs> Rather than being its accused perpetrator. Okay, that happens all the time. That happens all the time. That's not Welcome rare at all. Yeah, exactly. His prosecutor, or his um, protracted sobs, the people's telling reaction to them, speak volumes about the moment America now finds itself in. Whether or not Rittenhouse is convicted, the perspective he represents, galvanized by anger, fear, and prejudice, of white Americans. Of white Americans? I think they mean like through white Americans. I don't think that makes any sense. Galvanized by the fear, anger, and prejudice of white Americans. Oh yeah. Has already achieved its ends. Normalizing a kind of racial privilege. Exposed. But far from extinguished. In the wake of George Floyd's murder. By the way, what were, what were George Floyd's crime again? Um, Anyways, he was not a model citizen either. Yeah, during, but that doesn't matter. It's just like if you were to go T-bone somebody at an intersection, kill them, and then they, they were found out to be drunk, but they were still passing through the green light at the intersection, you're still at fault, man. It doesn't matter if this, but the person shouldn't have been on the road. You're right. Dur during racial justice demonstrations in Kenosha in the summer of 2020, that were sparked by the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Rittenhouse allegedly crossed state lines. By the way, he lives right next to the border. I mean, he lives right there. And by the way, everything is everything he did was 1 million percent legal. Legal, legal, legal. So this is all fake, okay? All this rape is, again, allegedly. And allegedly, this and listen, everything he did with the guns and the state lines and all, all that was 100% legal. Go ahead. Rittenhouse allegedly crossed state lines. Well, they, they say that because they wanted to be seen as like super intentional. Like this was his intent. He wanted right. to be there because he wanted to face down some BLM protesters. The man was, woke up with the intent to kill. He woke up that day and was so intent to kill Jose that he crossed fucking state lines, bro. That's how determined. Mm -hmm. Driving from his hometown in Antioch, Illinois. Should we look at that? Yeah, so there, yeah, you should look it up. You Antioch, see how Illinois there, to Russia. It's like, what if Google just said, no, sorry, you can't. I mean, we, we're, not, we're not showing that right yeah, now. Yeah, look, I see, I see Antioch, I see right there. It's, like, it's 29 minutes. <laughs> in traffic. L literal, yeah, with traffic. And look at, look at the border. Look at the border there. It's right there. Look. Yeah, he crossed state lines. He crosses state lines when he goes and buys McDonald's. Right. This is ridiculous. I mean, this this, this cross state lines thing. And by the way, every, nothing he did was illegal. Nothing. Nothing. Look at this. He crossed state lines driving from his hometown in Illinois. 
and later arming himself with an so he didn't even cross state lines with a with a weapon i mean that's so he he's go, he goes over so, you know it's not like he's leaving his home in illinois with the rifle even he's arming himself later with an ar-15 yet rittenhouse tried to tell a different story with his tears on the stand portraying himself as a non-aggressor saying and by that the he, way and by the way the different story was because the whole time he re chose to remain silent and he the first time he ever said anything at all was at the, was at the stand and so obviously when he was talking and telling his, his story finally at the stand it goes against everything that the narrative you know what i mean was saying so yeah but it's all in video like we all knew exactly it was all video we saw it we were like we, we of course nobody liked to see on video i wonder could we show that video would we be able to show it I think so but do we want to i mean it doesn't really make yes sense. yeah we could, maybe we could maybe show it but the but wait does he did they show people dying in the video yes that's why last summer when everybody saw it we were all like man that sucks like why why are the police not stepping up and doing their like why are we not allowing the police to protect property and instead this kid is running around with a rifle being chased because that's what happened he didn't shoot anybody until people were chasing him and they and by were, the way, when they and then he and then he turned around and pointed his rifle at them and like was saying, "Do not chase me! Like stop! Do not!" And then then he continued and he got in arm's reach of him. This guy lunging towards him and he shot him. And then yeah, I mean, multiple was, people started chasing him from there. And he trips and like Rittenhouse trips this guy who shoots people. So he trips and people are like storming in on him and he shoots again, killing a man again. That's how he ended up killing multiple people. It wasn't a mass shooting. It was him from the beginning running away from the mob, and can't, he it wasn't fast enough to get away. Right? They were making it they seem like everywhere. it was a mass. Yeah, they, exactly. That's another thing. They, they make the narrative. You know, the narrative makes it seem like he went out there, you know, to go on a mass shooting spree and to kill a bunch of people. When that's not what he did at all. He was out there like giving people first aid. He was out there helping people. He was doing all that shit. And he just took that gun to protect himself. And good thing he did. Otherwise, it probably would have killed him. In fact, there's even video earlier from like that was actually is in trial. Like where somebody who's protesting was needed help, like help for health. And you see Kyle Rittenhouse in the video going, hey, uh, he's doing an interview. And he goes, hey, medic, medic, over there, over there. So in other words, he's, he's telling a medic to go get uh, some protester who needs help, like randomly in the middle of one of his interviews that night because people are, you know how Black Lives Matter, those, right. I shouldn't even call them that because they're just, everything's so co-opt. But during the riots, everybody was out there with their cell phone being their own journalist. And so people see him with a gun and people walk up to him and go, what are you doing out here, man? And then he's just sitting there with his rifle and he's going, I'm going to protect. I'm here to help provide assistance and make sure nothing gets, you know, <laughs> and then he goes, Oh, medic over there. Somebody needs help. And that's like one of the protesters that needs help. Okay. Yes, sir. The baby-faced vigilante has become a hero to many among the far-right-wing political establishment who have hailed him as a... Well, like, the only reason that is... The reason that is is because this... How old was he? 17 at the time or 18? I think he was 17. No, 17, yeah. This 17-year-old kid, technically, young, young man, did something during these protests that a lot of men in the United States did not do, which we 
all know was the right thing to do, which was to not allow a mob of people to destroy your city. We, the politicians elected in the United States, the men in the United States, we didn't, we would rather stay where we were safe and just allow them to roam the streets and watch the televisions. And this 17-year-old kid said, no, I'm not going to let that happen. And he went out there. So he is in many ways uh, like more of a man than a lot of people. That's right. Even if the way it ended, maybe you know, he technically legally did shoot somebody and kill them and they didn't have a weapon in their hand. Maybe he needed to take the punch. We'll see what the jury says. And I hope that, you know, from the video I've seen, it's clear self-defense, and I don't think you should be rushing to somebody. Like, it's it No, but, clear. like, the guy was probably, like, again, the guy was probably trying to take the gun away from him, so he probably just, again, pulled the trigger, maybe as he was trying to get the yeah. gun away from him. Yeah. We can watch the video. Are you sure we can? I don't know. <laughs> Rittenhouse, even after police were alerted to an active shooter being on scene, was never arrested and turned himself in, accompanied by his mother. Amazingly, Rittenhouse was released on a $2 million bail, money raised by a right wing, his right-wing supporters. Mm -hmm. That's pretty impressive. Actually. So many right-wingers yeah, out there. Jeez. He was seen photographed with Rick Schroeder shortly after being released, who told the New York Post that he was infuriated that Kyle's uh, and Kyle's life was being destroyed. Okay. Right, because it was. I mean, right yeah, now was. Like, he's being like, look, look, look what you're doing, CNN. <laughs> it is still being destroyed. Early on trial, whatever, 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 whatever. Here we go. We live in a society where a black man can be allegedly killed. For jogging in the wrong part of Georgia. Allegedly. Well, that was fucked up, if I remember, but I'm trying to remember that whole the details on that case. Weren't those guys arrested? That wasn't like, I hey, they're allegedly. Good to go. There's allegedly. No, I'm don't you remember that video? I remember watching that. No. What? There was um a guy jogging through the streets in Georgia, and these two guys who were driving recognized like they had set up like some they, they worked on construction and they had set up cameras on their construction site because there was a guy who they identified as this man who was stealing from the property so they chased this guy down and shot him it's pretty i mean that's my understanding of it but it's probably messed up and i have to was he stealing no idea i never followed the case but i think they were definitely arrested <clears throat> maybe he was this is not that that like this was not this made national attention for a reason. Where a man in society, or a black man, can be allegedly killed for jogging in the wrong part of Georgia, and the white man charged in his murder. In his murder? Wait, are you telling me that you're going to say that the... Wait, is this... No, this, that was in Georgia. This is in Wisconsin. And the white man charged in his murder face a nearly all-white jury. Oh, okay. Now, how is that trial going? While a white teen armed with a war uh, for war can be hailed by many as a hero, it doesn't matter what he's wearing or whether or not you know that doesn't matter. Nobody's going like white man with a gun. He's the hero. It's really not it. Does the right wing lift up 
mass shooters and say, you're my hero, man. No. What kind of straw man argument is that? That's clear that you're missing the point. For sure. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Isn't it? Yes. All right. We're almost done with this article. This staggering treatment sends a toxic message to the criminal justice system. Social movements trying to change that system and the entire nation. That message fuels the delusions behind the January 6th assault on the Capitol. It is an inherent threat to our democracy. The actions of white vigilantes, whether in downtown Kenosha, Wisconsin, or at the nation's capital, have been reimagined in conservative far-right mediascapes as courageous, civic-minded patriotism. And I'll, you know, by the way, for you guys, to, like for CNN to throw in that it's only white vigilantes, I happen to know that there was a lot of black people also at January 6th. And what? nobody, nobody is celebrating anybody because of the color of their skin over on the conservative side. I really don't believe so. Like, I really don't believe so. Like, for us to just pretend that it's white vigilantes Bro, you've been seeing in their dude, own hands. Dude, the other night, man, speaking of which, the other night, um, because I have multiple YouTube channels. So, like, on one of the, you know, when I was on one of the other accounts, I got, a, like, uh, a suggestion to watch uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, you know? And I never watch it no more. Or I, I haven't fucking watched that shit in fucking a million years, you know? But anyways, on the show um for um there was a segment i mean this was what made me click on the thing because there was a there was basically talking about oh more arrests made in the january 6th whatever the fuck you know mm. and i was like huh so anyway so i watched the, I, I, the episode i watched a little segment and when it got to the part when they were talking you know when he was like you know these people that basically all got arrested all right. Um, for something involving with the January 6th thing, basically a lot of them were just because they tweeted this or they said this, this or that, or, you know what I mean? Like uh, one guy got arrested because he just said before January 6th, he's like, okay, we're on our way um, to, you know, from Florida to DC, anyone that needs a ride, let us know. Arrested. arrested. That's a crime. The mother, yeah. Where do you think you're going? Like you're going to the like, Capitol? And so as the whole thing was going on, meaning as uh, Stephen Colbert was talking about it, laughing, um, showing the, the little video clips, uh, the whatever, the, the what the guy said, you know, how he's, you know, he said the whole thing. And, everything, and I'm watching, I'm like, my God, this is exactly like the Hunger Games. Like, the, like that scene, the parts, you know what I mean? Where you see like the uber rich and they're talking, you know, to like... Uh, you know, that's the, the audience and the select few and that are just like the privileged few that are, you know, anyways, the whole thing. And then, you know, talking about like the the people that are participants in the Hunger Games. Anyways, that's how they were talking about these people that got arrested for nothing and spending time in prison for basically, you know what I mean? For basically um, doing absolutely nothing, just again, just being on the wrong side of the political party. And I'm like, or whatever. And I'm like, wow, man. I don't know. To me, it was very eerie. I mean, feel very creepy, you know, like eerie, you know, like, wow, this is, this felt just like, like the Hunger Games, man. I don't even know why, because even Stephen Colbert, even Stephen Colbert, the way he was talking, his hair, the whole thing. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. Yeah. You remember, right? I don't know. I don't remember like those scenes. No. 
I just think of it like as our existence. We are living around propaganda 24 seven. I mean, it's everywhere and you're right. Their narratives are out there and they have the whole mainstream media. So you're, it's very eerie to see not only like their propaganda, but it's like dressed up in a real, like with lights in the background. And it's like, they say the same shit that their politicians say, you know, that's just like, they just mock, like they just mirror one another perfectly. So it really is kind of strange to look at. You know, because they're not even having a discussion. It's not like two political ideologies clashing. It's like instead, it's like huge media corporations mimicking one of the parties. <laughs> Pretty nuts. It By the nuts. way, speaking of January 6th, I just want to show you guys this. Did you see you this? there. Yeah, I was not there. I'm going to say that once more. You didn't tweet about it. That's right. You didn't put down no Facebook but posts. Did, did about you it. see this? No, a not. judge found that the jail officials are in contempt for abuse of the prisoners from January 6th. I'm just going to read some of the things that he found. What do, they, what do you mean? They were like, what? I'll their show balls? you. It's more than just inept and... Gosh. It's more than just inept and bureaucratic shuffling of papers. The judge fumed during a contention in the hearing on Wednesday. Does no one care? Does no one follow up? During the hearing, this judge said that jail officials failed to turn over critical information that was needed to approve a surgery for one of the accused rioters' broken wrists. Okay, that's pretty normal for jail. Even though the medical procedure was recommended four months ago, that's pretty bad. The accused Proud Boys member from Florida, accused by the way, was, who is receiving chemotherapy for cancer, was arrested in March on several charges after allegedly attacking a police officer with pepper spray all right, all right. Continuing here, he found that that was inexcusable, so he's not being allowed to do chemotherapy. Lamberth said that he, when he learned that the jail had still not sent over records on Tuesday morning, he ordered them to appear in court uh, for a contempt hearing. During the hearing, um, the jail officials eventually produced records on Tuesday. In the court, uh, it took a court order from me. Okay, I'm trying to show you more stuff. There was some more mm -hmm. details. Like, Apparently, it's nuts what's going on in that jail. It seriously is nuts. Like the, oh come on, I gotta find it. Like they're apparently being told not to be snitches in there. Like, like they're like doing some crazy things, man. Like, U.S. Capitol rioter with cancer ordered release from jail. U.S. Capitol alleged beating by jail guards. Here's Politico. Tens tensions. I know the article's huge. Tensions are ri are running between. Guards and inmates in the, in, the D in the D.C. jail housing many of the defendants in January 6th riots. Whatever, insurrection. Got all their languages everywhere. With at least one of those prisoners allegedly alleging that he was brutally beaten by the correctional officer. For weeks, Capitol riot defendants being held in Washington have complained that they are locked inside their cells with virtually no human contact for 23 hours a day. But st a startling graphic account offered the uh, publicity in court, uh, pu publicly in court on Tuesday by one such inmate, Ronald, went further, alleging that the guards have subjected those charged in the January 6th events to violence, threats, and verbal harassment. Myself and others involved in the January 6th incident are scared for their, their lives, not from each other, but from the correctional officers. I don't understand how this is remotely acceptable, he added, saying that he was being subjected to mental torture. It is, unusual direct plea to the, it is an unusual direct plea to the judge 
said another Capitol riot defendant, Ryan Samsell, was severely beaten by correctional officers, is now blind in one eye, has a skull fracture and detached retina. Sandlin also described racial tension between minority guards and largely white defendants, some of whom have been publicly accused member of the white supremacy groups. Sandlin said, by the way, publicly accused means literally nothing. Sandland said that guards tackled people to the ground. One high-profile prisoner, Richard Barnett, who was photographed with his boot on the desk of Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office. No comment. Sandler mm. said one of the guards declared, I hate all white people and your honky religion. The three... Def that's, pretty, okay. that's pretty racist, bro. Racist. That's pretty racist. The three defendants raising alarms are charged with a wide range of crimes. There's more. I mean, apparently... There's more. Okay, one second. I'll just find it. There is a pattern of abuse and targeting of the defendants who are being held for what happened on January 6th, a defense attorney told um, Barnett. It is targeted. It is ruthless. It is nonstop. I have seen Ryan. He has two black eyes to this day two weeks later. All, his, all the skin is ripped off both wrists, which shows the zip ties and how tight they were. Other inmates said... His face looked like a tomato that was stomped on. We intend on filing a lawsuit against the two specific guards and the facility responsible for this scenario. So they're in solitary confinement and apparently getting beaten. If, you know, if what's being reported is mm -hmm. believed. Elizabeth, who is one of the, an attorney for Sam, Sam Cell, said that her client was moved to another undisclosed location earlier on Tuesday and that the episode in which he was injured last month is under investigation by the FBI. A spokesperson for the jail system said that the matter was under federal investigation. The Department of Correction takes this seriously, etc., etc. We are aware of the allegations. The FBI is aware of the allegations. Nearly all January 6 defendants have reached Washington who have reached Washington and remain in custody. By the way, that's ridiculous that they're still in custody. We are almost a year later. They literally walked into a place where we saw, we saw that the officers were just like allowing them in at some point. Yeah, right now, aren't they literally like still like right now burning down like uh, courthouses and other federal buildings right now uh, across the country? No, they're, they're pretty much done until the elections. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you like in Portland and stuff like that? Oh, no, no, no. Pretty sure. Anyways, go ahead. But anyway, but yeah, so these guys are... Uh... They're getting... I mean, they're political prisoners is what it sounds like. I mean, that's, that's worse than what we do to people like uh, now in... who are terrorists and that we catch, you know, or alleged terrorists, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, man. I mean, this, these are technically, according to our government right now, alleged terrorists. That's what they're labeling them as. And it's unfortunate because for my and everyone who has a brain's perspective... After all that rioting last summer, I mean, they were kind of just doing the thing, dude. <laughs> I mean, really. I don't know if that would have happened if it wasn't for what happened over the summer. Seriously. Right, right. I don't think it would have happened. I don't think people would be like, yeah, we're just going to storm into a building. Hey, at least we're not burning it down. I mean, this kind of shit flies around here, bro. You know? Yeah, man. It's just fucking crazy, man. You know, like, Look at uh, this. I can't believe they still have fencing around the Capitol. You know, like around the... the, the 
you know, DC, what is it, the, the White House? Ah, do they? I don't, I haven't even followed Yeah, they do, they do, because they were asking, I was, someone was asking it like on a thing the other day, and I think they still do, it's still around the White House. Isn't that crazy? Look at this, as a number, like, by the way, these people like Trump, right? So I'm assuming that this isn't like their natural instinct to start doing this. I'm just assuming, okay? Maybe that's a little wrong, but I'm just making a little bit of a judgment on that part, okay? But here, like, look at this. As a number of participants from the Capitol insurrection, um, okay, are turning against their fellow rioters, so does the evidence against their cohorts, particularly the people who conspired to lead the siege. Oh, this is just ridiculous. This is about Tucker Carlson and Glenn Green Greenwald. Whatever, dude. Public defendants. I'm going to see any other conditions I can find. Public defenders are calling the re for the release of all those jailed with the January 6th incident. After a surprise, this is what I was trying to find you guys, after a surprise inspection, this isn't just like a report, this is a, came from a surprise inspection that uncovered abuse and unsanitary conditions that prompted the U.S. Marshal Service to remove nearly 400 prisoners. Oh, How many prisoners were there in total? Shit, that's a lot. Yeah. Still in jail? The federally funded public defending service of the District of Columbia lambasted district officials on Wednesday, saying that the city has ignored frequent complaints about jail conditions and undertook the inspection only after a federal judge requested an investigation into whether staff were mistreating the inmates uh, charged in the January 6th riot. Okay. But only when a federal judge was unhappy with the way the January 6th defendants have been treated was any action taken. Okay, what'd they find? What'd they find? I'm gonna do this. They're probably like fucking Abu Ghraib in there. Despite the impetus for the probe, none of the January 6th detainees are among the 400 that the Marshal Service plans to transfer. Okay. There, so there's a lot of these guys in there. Um, let's see. Where's the conditions? Just give me the conditions. Evidence of drug use was persuasive and marijuana smoke order was widespread. Well, that's not... Yeah. I don't know. Detainees had observable injuries with no corresponding medical or incident reports available. So, like, somebody would have, like, this, you know, a black eye, and they'd be like, hey, how'd that happen? You got any report on that? No. <laughs> Do we know when it showed up? No. <laughs> that type of thing. Marshals also said that the, they saw cells in which the water had been shut off for days, as well as multiple cells with large amount of human wastes in the toilets. Jail staff reportedly confirmed to marshals that the water to the cells is routinely shut off as punishment. They also observed the staff antagonizing inmates and telling them not to cooperate with the inspection, including one instance in which the staffer told the detainee to stop snitching. This is an inspection. Like, this isn't just a report. Mr. Ruffin said that the supervisors appeared to be, quote, unaware or uninterested in any of these. He said that the revelations may warrant further investigations by the Department of Civil Rights Divisions in the D.C. area. The legal service said that despite the marshal's inspection and decision to transfer the inmates, judges callously continue to hold the clients under conditions that have been deemed too harsh for people in federal custody. The D.C. Deputy Mayor for Public Safety, 
said that while the allegations about the conditions at the jail are deeply concerning, city officials believe inmates should stay in the district. We take seriously the responsibility of caring for the justice involved D.C. residents and believe they should remain in D.C. So are we in trouble now for reading this article? No, I just wanted to let you guys know because nobody's covering that. And you know, if that was Donald Trump hosting Black Lives Matter everybody, prisoners, everybody bro, listening, everybody listening right now, and everybody in the audience, we're all gonna, we're all implicated in the January sixth thing for reading this. No, but you, you, you know that if Donald Trump would have started jailing people during the first riots in Minneapolis, no, they would have called him a dictator, bro. And, yeah, and that, like, oh, just when he sent in any federal agents, they called them, like, SS, I believe, is what they were calling them. Like, just for any assistance from the federal government. Like, suddenly it was very, it was very state issue. <laughs> it was like, no, the states can handle it. Okay, that's a new mm. one from you. <laughs> and then, oh, here comes Trump's SS. Here comes the Nazis. And then, so let's just say Donald Trump would have arrested some people. And now Trump wins re-election, and the conditions are apparently like they've been shutting the water off on these Black Lives Matter. They've been, they have, uh, there's all these allegations. They're, t they're told not to cooperate. I mean, I'm assuming that each one of these inmates, if this is all true, even if just what I've read is true at that inspection, they should really have uh, grounds for like a lawsuit back, right? Come on now. Sue them back. But the worst part is, is that I have such a distrust in our systems that I don't believe that our prosecutor here has any evidence other than that these people were in the building. Like, that's it. I think them being in the building is grounds enough for whatever charges they've been brought to, like insurrection and whatever else, like intent to kill pretty fucked up man point that out there up, point that out there a lot of fucked up things going on out there man <laughs> oh, not too many fucked up things right oh many fucked up things no i mean we're cool you don't think so you don't think <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's a clown show Bruh. Yeah. yeah and bitcoin just keeps dumping just keeps dumping just keeps dumping Man. No, it's all right. It's not that bad. Is it almost 58? It's like beneath 60. Oh, yeah, it is. Holy cow. Ooh. Well, maybe we should end the show so it can stop dumping. <laughs> but we still have 15 minutes left, boys. Don't worry about it. We're going to go 15 more minutes just for your pleasure. And I'll let Jose do most of the talking since I just waited did way too much reading right there. Go ahead, Jose. Take it away. Uh... I'm actually watching uh, some lady washing a horse. Uh, <laughs> um, I was going to cover one more story tonight, but I don't know. Let's if do I'm... it. Give me a second. Yeah, I was watching some lady on, on Twitch washing a horse in like a bikini. Nice. Sounds funny. Want to watch him? Want to? Wanna... No, no. She's hot. It's pretty interesting, the kind no. of shit you find on the internet. You guys don't, you guys don't even understand, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, you guys want to watch? Do you guys want to watch it? Here, I'm gonna put it in the Discord. If anybody want, wants to watch a a sexy redhead uh, wash a horse. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the last article tonight. Last article. That's right. That's right. Man, good thing that that payment came through. And I didn't. Ha I didn't have to sell my Bitcoin. Yeah, that. Ew. At this price. I wonder. Like, so it's definitely gonna have a green day tomorrow, right? Got probably. Sometime. I would assume so. I mean, if I had extra coin or money right now, I guess I'd toss it in. But now is a good time to buy. So that you guys all know that you recognize that. Don't buy, um, Shiba Inu coin at the high. You buy your good, yeah. Buy your good cryptos now on these red dates. Okay, we'll try this article. But give me a second. Hmm. You know, they call ketchup in Mexico katsu. Like katsu. No, I don't know that. Like katsu. They, they, in some parts of the US, they call it katsu. I don't know why. All right, this will work. You got to figure yeah. out the framing. Do this. this yeah. Well, that makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this article is from the Wall Street Journal. It says, I spent 24 hours in the metaverse. I made friends, did work, and panicked about the future. The best way to learn about the 3D future internet everyone's that, that everyone's talking about, visit it in a virtual reality headset. Yeah, I watched a video the other day, um, some guy that spent the whole week without taking off the headset one whole week inside the metaverse inside the you know let's see if so now virtual reality or whatever what's let's see if this girl's experience was much like his so you just let us know okay let us yes. know where it differs here's yes. a lesson from the metaverse avatar attractiveness is a thing i don't know about that perhaps i shouldn't be surprised that my avatar caught the eye of another avatar in the virtual comedy show at a virtual comedy show Mine is pretty breathtaking. Face like a Lego minifigure. Detached oh hands and a legless torso that glides Awkward. like a ghost. Awkward. Yet, when the comedian avatar on the stage referred to me as the pretty girl up front, I was completely caught off guard. Not only that real me was nervous to be the center of attention in a room with 40 or more floating legless digital people, but I forgot that I was a girl because I'm, I'm a guy. Then I remembered I'm alone in a hotel room in an Oculus Quest 2 virtual reality headset. Phew. <laughs> Such is life in the metaverse where the digital world transforms the real one in ways that are fun, freaky, and sometimes frightening. Here's her in her studio apartment transforming into the metaverse. 
you guys can know who the author is. I don't think that's actually her, but maybe. There's no real consensus on its technical definition, but broadly, the metaverse is the next phase of the internet where things jump out of our two-dimensional screens to occupy the space in our three-dimensional world, or at least a parallel one. In late October, Facebook changed its name to Meta to reflect its growth beyond its namesake social media platform. Zuckerberg yeah, like, previewed his vision. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, I was saying Facebook is only less than 1% of the whole metaverse. Go ahead. Right. Yes, I agree. In fact, they will most certainly not be the coolest, most innovative place because they don't, they're going to be the safest, most boomerish place on the metaverse. Right. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg previewed his vision of how we'll work, hang out, and work out, shop, and and do other things as legless avatars in part of the Quest 2 headsets from his company. A week later, Microsoft did something similar, showing how we'll all float around a virtual PowerPoint presentation. Save us. I didn't see that one. I'd like to see that one, actually. That sounds more interesting. Microsoft? At least they know, like, hey, we got uh, a genuine consumer base that likes technology, not like Facebook, where it's like, hey, we could probably sell 100 million people something stupid. <laughs> Those companies and others say it will take a years, it will take years and billions of dollars to build this digital universe. And firstly, it's not just one digital universe, right, Jose? I mean, this is, is it one? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, it's that's like not right. Each, each metaverse is like a website. So just like there's like hundreds, right. thousands of millions of websites, there's going to be like hundreds of thousands of millions of web, as many uh, as As many as them will ever get built. Like there's, there'll always be real estate for additional metaverse. Right. But there are apps and spaces in the virtual reality right now that give us a glimpse. So I decided to pack two Quest headsets and my bags. As you'll see in my video, I checked into the Holiday Inn Express to live in the virtual world for 24 hours. It was eye-opening. When my eyes weren't burning, that is, here's what I learned. Oh, yeah, they only burned the first 24 hours. Okay. Is that what the seven seven guy who did yes. seven days? Okay. Yes. Look, it's hard to take your editor seriously when his voice is coming from a legless millhouse from The Simpsons. Still, after a few minutes sitting around the virtual conference table, we both realized it was better than a boring old Zoom meeting. It felt like he was really sitting across from me, making direct eye contact. We met in the Meta Horizon workrooms an app that provided a virtual conference room for meetings. So she logs into her headset and she goes, I'm going to go into this app. Holy shit, you're way zoomed out. Where are you going? I'm sorry, sorry. I don't know what happened. What are you doing? You can invite contacts to your private space via the web. If they have a Quest 2, they can join in the 3D space as an avatar. If not, they join on video calls and watch your avatar. Once set up, it can be great, but good luck setting it up. I, have an, I had an avatar meeting throughout the day. I had avatar meetings throughout the day, including one in a similar app called Spatial. In Spatial, you upload your photo to the company's website, and then you're turned into a creepy, tweaky robot fan, uh, I guess, phantasmic version of yourself. You can also change the design of the 3D space that you're in. Whatever, let's read. I'm not going to read all of this, but her, it looks like she's going to a comedy show. That's pretty cool. 
She's sitting yeah, there. Boring as fuck. Here she is in her apartment. Okay, yeah, people gotta watch that. Uh, that uh, that uh, spending a whole week in the metaverse. I mean, or in the in the in the what's it? Virtual reality. Is this really cool? Because at the end of the day, it's like this. You know, it's it's all this is is an and it's an enhance. Sorry, all this is is it is an enhancement to your daily life. That's it. It's not something you're gonna want to be spending all day and now some people are you know some people like they they you know play video games 24 hours a day are they don't get off of the computer all day you know there's there's people that do that you know what i mean are on their phone 24 hours a day just eating shit but for the most part most people are not you know no, it's, it's, not, it's no. part of your day they're part of your it's, it's like an enhancement again. this isn't like ready like play this isn't ready player one or player yeah. two yet yeah. and by the way i was promised a more realistic experience like just turning my head to look around a virtual space while still interacting very limitedly with the internet that sounds like i'd rather just be in my own space like why right. am i especially with the current graphics they have i mean you would have to have some hell of a lot of graphics where it can literally be i feel like i'm looking at my two screens on the computer i'm still just on my two screens but around me it's just like I'm like, it's like I'm floating through outer space. Like, really, like, seriously, like, it looks, everything looks just like I'm floating through outer space. It's a very almost heavenly experience while I'm just looking at my two screens still and they're virtual. But other than that, like, there's no visual experience that could make me want to experience. Like, this thing needs to be, I need to feel like I'm walking around. I need to feel like I can run. I need to feel like I can um, get into a car and drive turn the key have resistance when i'm doing that like a car does you know like resistance on the key when i'm turning it i'm going to the strip club i'm gonna need to see and feel everything around me you'll be in your lambo <laughs> well you know what i'm talking about though like the technology is has some ways to go but there is something to say about um being able like this technology i'm glad that we're finally doing something that isn't a government tool probably kind of is a government tool but it isn't totally a government tool like let's develop and experience a cool virtual reality sure but it's so far away that's my current um it's not so so far away but it's so far away from being something that that's really worth something <laughs> what do you think jose i agree now still i will say that we might play around in the metaverse on this show <clears throat> But it's going to be kind of a side project. You'll see how it is. But yeah, yeah. that's uh, the next level of our. We're we're, we're going to be in the metaverse. We'll, we'll, you'll see. Yeah. We don't want to give too much away, but you'll see. Uh, we're coming. We're coming for you, Zuckerberg's. And with that being said, we went two hours. It wasn't our best show. Well, I mean, you know what? It was all right. It was all right. It was pretty good. Oh, it was definitely top one of the 200. best. Actually, top two hundred. <laughs> Let's read some comments and then let's wrap this thing yes, up. Yes, let's, let's. The moment. Anthony says it's not that far away. Five to seven years for awesomeness. Hopefully, I hope so. I would love, like, I just don't know how, like, I don't even see the technology on the horizon for a true experience where there's resistance and you can feel the physical world around you in the metaverse. And that is almost more important 
than the graphics, which I'm sure the graphics are probably only five to seven years away from being truly pretty awesome graphics in the metaverse. But well, we're almost there, actually. Like, um, we're there already. I mean, have you seen the Unreal Engine and shit like that or not? Yeah, for graphics, but not for like you're saying, like the physical world. I can feel it around me. Yeah. Is that like that thing that looks like a mouse trap or like a mouse wheel or a hamster wheel where you're standing in there and you're like have all these straps and such? No, no, no. Here, I'll show you a, a video. You, can, you don't have to play the sound. You can just kind of play in the background so you can kind of get an idea. Like with, a... you know, Elon Musk, he's building that IntelliLink that goes in the back of your brain. I think that might be an easier way to do this than actually have it so that we alter our physical existence in the real world to make us so that we're feeling something while we're actually looking into a metaverse. Yeah, you want to feel that, huh? No, I'm just you saying, like, to, dude, what, what the, what's the point of a metaverse if it's, if it's literally just you sitting at your desk going, ow, like my hand, I just hit it on my desk, bro. I agree, I agree. It's, if, if that's how it's going to be, it's, it's only for, like, video games. Like, you can find a video game where you can just stand there and swing your joysticks and look around, left and right, and that's, you know, all right. But Here, actually, play this. You can probably play this in the background. So you can see what the Unreal Engine can do already. Where'd you send it to me? Huh? Where'd you send it? Oh, Discord. Alright. So hey, let's get an idea of what's going on here. Is she in the metaverse? I'm just kidding. Commercial. <laughs> wow, this metaverse looks pretty interesting. Okay. Moving on, moving on. Okay, so some cool graphics I see. For sure. Oh man. That's some weird dude. What? Look at him. He's like, hey ya, hoo ya, let's dance. The metaverse, the metaverse. <laughs> Do we have volume? No, the, what is it? What are you showing? I'm just showing that video you sent. Unreal Engine 5. Virtual production. Yeah, so you see that? Isn't that cool? I mean, you're just saying the graphics are there. Like, yeah, the, yeah so this is like a virtual world that they're... Like, these are virtual worlds that they created on the Unreal Engine. Is that right? Yes. Everything... Like, we're really looking at where they are. Like, with the right. rooms that they're in, that's what we care about. Because those are right. what they're experiencing. Why are they doing all this weird stuff with their hands? With the what? With their hand. I don't know, man. This is like uh, for like uh, effects for like. Uh... Yeah. So the the way the world looks is one thing, but being able to feel it and like like wind and I guess I guess man, if if that's all you want is to be able to look around. No, but that's coming. That's coming too. How? I haven't even seen that. I don't know. Before. I don't know, but it's coming, man. The smell of vision too. Yeah, that's exactly. That's like, we look, talking about smell vision. It's like so. For example, when you see foods. our when you see our podcast in the future, it'll smell like shit. Blue hairless shit. Okay. Imagine being in the metaverse and jumping off a cliff, <laughs> and yeah, and then you actually like have all your body impaled, uh, like that chick just did, and feeling it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah look, I just did a seven days in VR. 
at least, um, let's see. Anthony goes, Mr. Lodak, now you nailed it. Feedback is going to be an issue to resolve the next decade. Yeah, I, I don't even see them working on it. I don't see like anybody really working on it. I hope Mark Zuckerberg, because he has enough money, I hope that's his one contribution. Because we both, and we all know, it's not going to be like this Unreal Engine. Look how, look how advanced they are compared to Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg isn't nothing compared to this. He's creating mm. Wii Sports. And his worlds are going to be so safe and lame. Lame. The one thing that that billionaire can do is invent the technology where you can feel and the world around and you. you know and you I mean, can feel like you're walking or whatever else. Like Whatever it takes. Even if it is, hey, maybe what they really have to do is, you know those zero-gravity vaults because really walking is one of the most important things walking i guess you don't need to feel things like you don't need to be able to pick things up and actually feel them be nice but you have to be able to get up and walk and you can't be walking into your apartment wall so even if it's just like a zero gravity chamber that you have to buy but it's like perfect zero gravity where suddenly it's like you're in space and you're just like or like perfect level of space like you're just floating and you can do whatever you want you can walk you can move somehow you never like yeah that's it like if you could do something like that all right mark you yeah, have your yeah. assignment that's what i want from we're facebook we're working on it i'm gonna get my guys to get on to work on it now all right right now because then call of duty the video game would be <clears> just like paintball you know you could just be like it's like paintball when you're a kid okay cool <laughs> No, seriously. I mean, that'd be great exercise. You know, it'd be fucking awesome. Well, they already yeah, have kids this. And, they already have some of that. Have you seen it? Kids would be all like they'd be fit and built. All those Fortnite kids? Kidding me? They'd be better built than the football players. Here comes the number one Fortnite player in the school. Mm. <laughs> you can tell how jacked he is. It's because he's climbing roofs with his hands. He jumps right. and then like he's better. Yeah, like the jocks are like top notch for football players or Fortnite players. E. They're built and the women just can't compete in Fortnite like the guys can. <laughs> oh. Metaverse is sexist. Heard it here first. Well, everything, everything is sexist and racist now. So definitely going to be. Well, that's why if you want a non racist, sexist metaverse, you got to go to Facebook. Facebook is going to make like. Their metaverse is going to be like Z. All inclusive. It's going to be Z's world. Like it's going to be called Z's world. <laughs> what would bunch, of, bunch, of, bunch of ziggas. What would Z's do? <laughs> a bunch of, of ziggas walking around, right? It's going to be like, hello, welcome to Z's world. And then it's like the introduction is going to be like, please pick your gender. Psych. Dab. 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 We don't have genders. <laughs> Please select your sexual preference. Psych in the character Z's like with please like it looks like a Wii Sports character. Dab, dab, and they're like dabbing. We don't have sexual preferences. We are open minded. Please come in. Psych. <laughs> we don't say come in. We say come on. Please come on. Psych. The whole the whole thing is just a big psych. All right, moving on. Let's hope for a better show on Thursday night. 
when oh, we'll be you back. Like you weren't a fan of today's show? Sir? I don't know. I mean, you got a little bit, you kind of started getting a little bit, you're like, well, no. They're definitely going to tax every transaction over $10,000. Unrealized gains, bro. It's coming. All right. Well, I don't know you're, you were so You're, you're very passionate. Out. I know I'm not passionate about, or I'm not, uh, what, what word did you just say? I was about to disagree with it. You're not passionate about paying your taxes? No. You are I, passionate. Hey, about... I just, you know, like, the bill that was passed is not the unrealized gains bill. That's what I was trying to convey. Trust me. I'll be the first one to raise, like, the alarm if they pass this Build Back Better program. And I think it's going to be, like, if they do that, it, it might be, I'm not saying it's the right thing that they're doing, but it might be, even if they pass Build Back Better and uh, tax on unrealized gains, it'll be interesting to see how they attempt to apply the law. Because I feel like it would be one of those where it's like, pay your taxes or we're going, we have the legal authority to do this. And not actually done. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe they would do it, but that's such a crazy law. So the one that they passed today is not that. Just so you know. I know. Good show, Jose. <laughs> Get those taxes, man. Don't forget that tax, man. I'll pay. I'll pay my taxes. I I gladly pay my taxes every year. I know it me goes too, towards. Good I debt. love paying my taxes. I will pay my taxes. I, I have also, to. Yeah, me too. I will happily give it to the country. Me too. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta. You know. You gotta. That's right. You know. We, we remember, man. The country is going through a lot of trouble right now, and we need to help the country. And we are good Americans. Then we would be more than happy to. You know, uh, pay our fair share. Mm -hmm. Lucifer says, how do they tax me handing you a paper wallet full of Bitcoins? Yeah, the problem would be is that the exchange... You're going to be an honest citizen. You're going to well, tell them. Jose was arguing earlier that if you purchase five Bitcoins, let's say, like a lot, a lot of Bitcoins, even mm -hmm. just... Jose was arguing earlier, even if you just purchase $10,000 worth, like right the threshold, right the threshold for the IRS, if you pull those off the exchange, hold them in cold storage or a paper wallet. No, as soon as you purchase them. As soon as you make that purchase, Jose believes that if those coins go up, the United States will come after you and you can say, hey, I lost them or I sold them. I moved them off the exchange. I don't know. And they would say, no, you owe us for the gain, the taxes on the since happened gains. I just don't think that's accurate. I think you could load them. I think they're going to tax you on the return. Like if you're receiving crypto and you're moving it back into the real world, like quote unquote, I think that's when the IRS, that's when the, um, that's when the brokers have to actually account for that you did something like pulled money into cash. I don't think they're going to care too much about, I don't know. Gains, unless it's actual gains. Well, they haven't done it yet. You're right, but I think they will. Because they keep talking about it. All right. Opie says, I love that my taxes go to dropping bombs on kids in other countries. That's right. You know, they should just print. If they can just print money out of oblivion, why, can't, why do we got to pay taxes? I don't understand. 
So speaking of, I tweeted this out earlier. I said, not that my tweets are that great, so don't follow me. But I said, moving on from COVID, being made from a lab, but went to war for 20 years over a WMD theory. All right? <laughs> I mean, that's just true. We're insane. Like, that thing that we just all went through that destroyed a lot of countries, killed a lot of freedom, killed a lot of technically people, if you're, you know, like, okay. Well, we killed a lot of people, and technically we were trying to spread freedom. billions of dollars on that thing was created in a lab, and it's like nobody can care. Like, there's nothing going to happen at all for that. Not even an investigation, if the Democrats have their way. And, and if a lot of Republicans have their way, if actually a lot of people have their way. But yes. we go to year, we go to 20 years of war for supposedly a theory about weapons of mass destruction. Okay. I think COVID is a proven weapon of mass destruction, and we're never going to look into, like, policies or... All right. Yes, okay. sir. If, yeah. Yep. Hey. Good Can show, man. Did you see the time? Yep, time to go. I thought you didn't want to go over. I don't. But we went over. I, I know. By you guys out there. By 30. Are, am I getting paid 15, overtime this 15 week? 15 minutes. This? No, no, no. What hey, do you mean no, no, no? See you guys on Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Link is in the description for the Discord and Jose's personal YouTube channel. So check it out. Again, 9 p.m. on Thursday night. We will be back, and I am anticipating Bitcoin will be around 65000 I want my overtime. Will it be above or beneath 65,000, Jose? 65? Above. 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 All right. Talk to you guys on Thursday night, 9 p.m. That's right. My overtime. Crashing through Sepulchre.